0: Hey baby, so I'm um, in the bathroom again and I'm practicing again. So here's the first job That's just the start there, don't worry. I just wanted to make it a little bit big before I put it in. Yay!
1: Back here again, Beef Sticks Podcast, your favorite podcast, and just like Xavier Woods and Brad Maddox, Pasty White and Fat Mac are on the same page. It's a double team supreme, ladies and gentlemen. So in case you've been hiding under a rock or just completely blind, deaf, and dumb, Everybody knows about the big news of the week, and that is The Fappening 2.0. Dun, dun, dun. So, uh, Paige's phone has been hacked, and videos have been leaked. Um, I will say, I'm not going to say they're unflattering videos, she looks <laughs> good in them. I, I she definitely knows what she's doing. She knows what she's doing. Xavier Woods, not so much. I was very disappointed in Xavier Woods' style. Um,
0: very one, one of the few times he's underperformed uh, in I, his whole career. I tell you what. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, nonetheless, so if you don't know, Paige has videos, sex videos leaked of her. Um, she has masturbation, anal, facials. She's has a lot of them with Brad Maddox. She also happens to have at least one that has her riding Xavier Woods while Brad Maddox takes photos while an unnamed person is filming it all. (laughs) So for those of you folks who aren't good with math, that's three different folks involved with Paige alone in that video. Um, Some would say she's coming off like a whore or slut. I'm not going to say that. This happened probably about three or so years ago. She was still the NXT Women's Champion. She was young then. She's young now. And young folks, fuck. Young, young f- dumb, and full of cum. That's, that is What'd age right there. <laughs> um, so I don't think she did anything wrong. I don't think she's being slutty. I was talking to somebody else a while back, and I put it this way. Back in the 80s, they could do cocaine all they wanted to, They could smoke weed all they wanted to. They could shoot steroids all they wanted to. Nowadays, they can't do cocaine, they can't do steroids, they can't do weed. What do you want them to do? They play video games, and they fuck each other. (laughs) That's what they're going to do. In the 80s, they were so full of steroids and so numb off coke, they couldn't fuck each other. They couldn't get it up.
0: Hey, maybe if you paid them better and covered their gas, they'd have more money to do things. If you covered their gas, they would cover their ass, if you ask me. (laughs) You know, back in the day, they
1: fought all the damn time. You heard about all these bar fights and them getting arrested and throwing, throwing bricks through McDonald's windows and stuff. They were frustrated. They were full of cum and needed a release, and that was their release. And nowadays, they just fuck. So let them do it.
0: So what are your thoughts on this? Where do you think WWE goes from here? I think you just got to capitalize it, on it, uh, the comedy factor, you know? Paige isn't really a part of the company anymore. She, she's still signed, but she's not doing anything. Odds are she was going to get herself booted anyway. This doesn't really affect WWE as much as, as I think most people speculate. I would agree with that. I think
1: the Xavier Woods stuff does affect WWE a bit. He's one of their main players right now. He is one-third of the hosts of WrestleMania. So, you do have that. Uh, If anybody watched Raw this week, you would see they did address it, kind of. They gave a little wink and a nod to it. And I think it was good they did that. I think they had to.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think it was definitely necessary, especially for your WrestleMania hosts. How else are you going to get them over at WrestleMania without all the Xavier's Wood chants? Or the, you know... We want Paige.
1: (laughs) You know, if, if you hit Xavier Woods until WrestleMania the crowd would blow up all over it. They would swarm. They would flood the arena with, with different chants of Page and Woods. They'd be talking about it more than if you just leave Woods on there and, and go about your business. Just go about your normal business. So what do you think about any uh, actions WWE is going to take against? Obviously, Brad Maddox is not with the company anymore. Right. But both Paige and Xavier are. You mentioned about Paige not being around so much.
0: She's, she's out still on a quote-unquote injury. Um, this might help her get released from the company. You It, know? it, it seems might like she's push been negotiations to a little bit harder. I don't think she leaked them on her own. I do think Maddox is the one who released the videos. I'm fairly certain she did not release them. I'm, I'm fairly certain she's probably mortified over the whole
1: thing. <laughs> I do feel bad for her. She did nothing wrong. Uh, she did one thing wrong we'll get to that a little bit later that's my own opinion but uh i I don't think i don't think she did it on purpose now the first rumor was brad maddox released them uh now some people are saying they think it's involved in the whole like you said the fappening 2.0 a lot of celebrities in that same kind of week uh videos leaked there was emma watson misha barton Holly Willoughby, Rihanna, um, all of them have been affected, and there's talks that that might be the same person that did Paige's.
0: I don't know. I can't help but think that out of all of them, this is the one that got the special attention. This is the one I heard about this long before I heard about any of the other ones.
1: Yeah, but do you think non-wrestling fans really heard about this and care about yeah, it? Probably not. I, I, I think the, the Emma Watson hit most folks more than Paige, just in, in the, the large scheme of of our...
0: But as for it... Potentially coming from Maddox. I could totally see it with the Page family movie coming out soon, with WrestleMania coming up. He was released from the company this year. I'd want to hit him where it hurts and when it hurts the most, and that's right now. Well, and I will say, right
1: now, he's being talked about more than at any point, even when he was with the company. You know, I got little to no memories of Brad Maddox and that company. I don't remember what he did other than he was, like, a general manager for a while. And, I, yeah, I don't, I don't think anybody's talked about him as much as they're talking about him now. It's definitely benefiting him more than anybody else involved, I would say, at this point.
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: So, there's (laughs) also uh, reports of Alexa Bliss getting some photos released of hers. I have not seen anywhere that there's been any confirmation that it is indeed Alexa Bliss in the photos, but me being the hard working, hard-hitting, never-have-no-for-an-answer attitude, scrounged the, the, the internet and found these photos. I did it just for you, fans. I did it just for you. <laughs> I found these multiple photos of Alexa Bliss. Uh, I posted one on our Facebook page. It is censored. We have to censor it for Facebook, folks. I'm sorry, but it's not too hard to find yourself if you want to look for it. And uh, all multiple pictures seem to be Alexa Bliss. They do not look to be Photoshopped. If they are photoshopped, somebody did an amazing job. And if it's not Alexa Bliss, somebody does a really good job of looking like Alexa Bliss.
0: Yeah, definitely. It's 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 pretty spot on. I don't know that it would be a Photoshop, uh, but with the way they're not touching on it, I kind of I don't know. There's there's no confirmation. Everything's up in the air.
1: Right. I mean, Paige she came out on Twitter right away. And posted stuff on there. She, I mean, she confronted maybe with, it right away. Maybe with away. Bliss
0: being the women's champion, you know, WWE would tell her to keep it quiet. It, it's definitely not, like, the big story. The big story is definitely falling on page.
1: Well, and hers are, I wouldn't say more graphic. Um, there's a lot of penetration in, in the Alexa Bliss ones also. But hers, she she has more. She has other people involved. The guy that Alexa Bliss is with, you see his face, but he's a nobody. Um. Also, around the same time, there were reports of Summer Ray having leaked photos. Uh, from everything I have read, seen, and all that, they confirmed that those were Photoshopped pictures, and Alexa Bliss does not have actual photos released. Or not Alexa Bliss, I'm sorry, Summer Rae. So, sorry to disappoint you fans there, you Summer ray fans, but uh, it <laughs> sounds like that is fake. But, uh, so, let's get back to what I think Paige did wrong. Everything that she did, like I said, even even screwing Xavier Woods with uh, Brad Maddox recording and doing all of this stuff. You can do that. That's fine. It's on their own time. It's not on company time. Go ahead. Do it. Do, do what you want. I don't care. I got videos that nobody wants to see that have been made. I've tried selling them. You people aren't <laughs> buying them. I need to provide for my family. But here's where Paige really screwed up. There is a video... In one of the videos, there she is taking a facial from Brad Maddox with the WWE Women's uh, NXT Women's Championship belt under her face. He comes on her, he comes on the belt. She licks the cum off of the belt. Um, that right there, in my personal opinion, gives WWE 100% reason to fire her. That's so.
0: It's like Alundra Blaze showing up at WCW with the Women's Championship and tossing in the garbage.
1: There you go. There's a poll for you (laughs) folks. What tainted... Which tainted women's belt is worse? Is it Alundra Blaze throwing the belt in the trash? Or is it page licking brad maddox's semen off the nxt women's
0: title hey at least she was making an effort to clean the title up i
1: am going after this after this podcast i am putting yeah one dirty bit in the trash one cleaned it up herself god bless her what a troop what a company woman she's
0: got a heart of gold she's got a heart of gold and an ass full of a dildo
1: i tell you what So after this podcast I'm going to put up a Facebook poll on our Beef Sticks podcast Facebook page of which belt was tainted worse. You folks need to go in there and vote on that. I I'll be I'll be interested to see what the results are. They're both pretty uh both pretty bad. But yeah, that's company property. I I think it was stupid. I don't know whose idea it was to do that, but that was just stupid on both their ends. Um you know and and God bless it. I hope people wash the belt. I will say that. But you just you go back and you look at all the women who have kissed it, clutched it, all this other stuff since then. Now, this is a different belt than the one they have now. (laughs) Uh, The one they have now, I believe, came in somewhere around the Sasha Banks reign. It was uh, altered slightly. So this is not the same belt. Plus, we know that they're given separate belts to travel with. A lot of times a belt on TV is a prop belt and isn't it so there you know, there's questions of what belt did did she really lick
0: come off of. But I don't think that's the <laughs> fucking debate. <laughs> right, right? That's not what we're talking about. It totally shows their their views on the company though and how, how they value the company so much.
1: Yeah, yeah, it shows it shows her her
0: value of the company right
1: there to let Brad Maddox, who was who was not a big time player back then, come all over her hard-fought championship belt. He never had a championship, and he's coming all over her shit. Right,
0: and I mean, personally, if you are are fucking on camera, and you don't expect it to get out at some point, I think you're mental. Because if there's a camera, it's gonna get out. Especially if your name carries any weight. The CIA is watching, folks.
1: (laughs) I'm just saying. No, actually, uh, 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 um... What's his name? Comely? Comley? The the director of the FBI came out, I think, just earlier this week talking about how there is no privacy. It's an illusion of privacy, and nobody has any privacy. He came out and said it. So it's it's true, folks. This is where it is. Now, if you're not famous, if your name doesn't carry any weight, do you have to care about it? Not so much. I know folks have been like let go from jobs or, or kicked off of Miss USA or whatever for stuff like this, but... For the most part, none of us regular folks have to worry about that. We can make all the fuck tapes we want in the world and and it 's not going to mean right. anything. Nobody nobody's going to care shit. to watch it. It's nobody can blow up so i think I think talking about this, we have to touch about the, uh, touch on the last few incidences of, of something similar to this and and compare and contrast i 'm going to go back with the uh, the earliest of the recent WWE sexploitation stuff and talk about the Hulk Hogan sex tape, arguably the biggest or second biggest sex tape at this point. I don't know. Hogan lost his contract for it. He had a Legends contract. He lost It wasn't that. the
0: sex tape that he lost his contract for. I,
1: I agree. I think it was more the, the verbiage he used while on film, while not
0: having sex. So there you go. <laughs> Who Which, thinks to use those words during sex? That's... If I'm having sex, I'm focused on the sex. I'm not going to complain about other people. How do you stay hard?
1: (laughs) How do you not stay hard talking about your daughter fucking a black cock? I mean, honestly. Doesn't that get most father's boats running right there? (laughs) So you, you have that one. The one shortly after that would be the Seth Rollins one. Now, Hulk Hogan's was released by his best friend and the woman that he was sleeping with, which was his best friend's wife. We will admit that his best friend gave him his wife. He's on film saying, here, fucker, I'm going to be downstairs drinking a beer, Hulkster, here you go. So it's not like he was cheat- she was cheating on her husband. They were just, you know... He thought they were helping a brother out by letting him fuck. Turns out they were helping themselves out because they had this planned all along. He didn't know videos were even running. So he was taped without his own knowledge. So right there, I think that separates it from all the rest of them we got going on here.
0: Obviously, Paige had some knowledge she was being taped.
1: So the next one we had was uh, Seth Rollins' cock popping up. <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> so uh, what do you think about that
0: one? You know, I didn't hear about it till after it happened. Whatever, it's a dick pic. Dude, I... if
1: you heard about it while they were taking the picture, that would have been cool.
0: <laughs> we don't got inside resources like that yet. But I just, I don't know. Who doesn't send dick pics? I mean... It's... It's... The digital era. You know? A wise friend of mine once
1: said... Do unto others as you want others to do unto you. And that's the only reason why men send unsolicited dick pics. Because we're just hoping one of these days you're going to send us some titty pics. (laughs) Do unto others. (laughs) Now that one there... um, That one got released... By his fiance at the time, and that was because she thought or knew, I don't know if it was ever confirmed, that he was sleeping with one of the NXT talents. Um, oh, it was, uh, sh- her name slips my mind now. I want to say Sharia, but that's like Sharia-la or, or saraya uh, Beavis, who is uh, Paige. So I'm, I'm thinking I'm getting names. <laughs> Sh- Sharia. It was somebody who never got big. I don't think she even ever made it to TV. And th- this is why she never made it to TV. Obviously. Um, so his his fiancé thought he was cheating on her with this girl. So she sent the dick pics that he had sent to his wife. I mean, it, it wasn't to this girl. To his wife. She put them out there. I, I think she was a bitch for it. You know, handle, handle your marital problems at home. Like civilized humans. But folks don't do that nowadays. Um, he got little to no repercussions, I think, of that. And I think, I think that's fine. I don't think he should have had any kind of repercussions or any kind of sentence put upon him by WWE because he didn't do anything.
0: Right. You know, and it all boils down to there's a, a major porno in production right now based off the Montreal Screwjob. The screw Montreal job. Screwjob. And the WWE <laughs> shouted it out on the network. On the Bring It To The Table special the other week, that so, blew my mind. <laughs> if you're gonna, if you're gonna, you know, glorify the porn industry like that, you have no right to punish your employees for participating in these acts. Remember, this is the
1: same company that promoted for a week a live sex act <laughs> on Raw <laughs> that happened between Edge and Lita. Now, keep in mind there. Wa- I'm assuming there was no actual sex happening. But they played that off as if they were actually banging in the ring under a blanket. So, come on, WWE. I honestly, know that was a different honestly, time, a if different if you era. were Edge,
0: wouldn't you have got it in once or twice at least? You know? you got it it's in on a lot TV. of times before it's that. On, I mean, it's on TV. <laughs> right? They're not seeing anything. How can you not? Just <laughs> slip it in once. Just, you know? Just
1: the tip. Just the tip. Just the tip. Just the tip. So, the one after that would be Tom Phillips. Um... It was a sex scandal, although there were no pictures involved. Well, there were pictures of his tweets. Uh, Basically, he was on a plane talking to this gal that apparently he's been seeing for a while. His mistress. And he said he couldn't wait to see her because he is going to... Fuck her face so hard or something like that. For hours. For hours. Fuck her <laughs> face. um,
0: So so romantic. Yeah. Because that's, that's what Baby. a woman wants is an
1: hour of just taking it in the mouth. <laughs> Baby, I know I've been
0: overseas in Europe. But when I get home, I'm going to fuck your face so hard. I'm going to fuck your face so hard you're going to think you just got shot with Novocaine. <laughs> but, you know, he, he brought her back a
1: dildo so she could finish herself off afterwards. But, yeah um so the thing that happened there was same one from the page video he was married at the time she found out he was married and she got pissed and so she leaked the the twitter pics and photos or the twitter photos (laughs) which was just a photo of him in the plane i I don't want to say twitter photos like they were dick pics or nothing it wasn't there was a picture of him so and it was legitimately his twitter account and and the tweets that he put out um so good old fuckface Tom Phillips. Hashtag fuckface Tom Phillips. You got that one. Um, I I did hear that he got some kind of slap on the wrist. I think he got maybe fined and maybe uh, less camera time than something else. So I did hear there were repercussions, but nothing major there. And again, I don't think there needed to be anything major. Uh, morally, is it wrong? Yes, morally it's wrong. He shouldn't have been doing that if he's married. But... Uh, uh, policy-wise, legally-wise,
0: yeah, do th- there's, I don't think there's nothing they can do about it. I mean, look at look at Jerry Lawler and all of his dis- domestic disputes that got thrown out. Jerry Lawler loves to beat women. You know, it just it's harmless Speaking to everybody but his family, and the WW doesn't care about his family. WW
1: doesn't care about family. On another topic, do you think maybe uh, Jr.'s wife got a fractured skull because the king just got
0: pissed and wailed on her? Pushed her off the moped. Vespa, my ass. <laughs> Nobody got a
1: fractured skull from a Vespa incident. Jerry Lawler was over there, had a few drinks, and whapped
0: her one. <laughs> Sorry, I went off topic How dare there. you buy sweet baby Ray's barbecue sauce?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, gosh. Okay, so that, that was, that was Fuckface Tom Phillips. And then if, if you want to bring all of those together, because all three of those involved uh, infidelity, if my timeline is correct, and, and I don't know Xavier Woods personally at all, but if my timeline is correct, around the time that they're shooting this video of Paige writing Xavier's wood... Uh, he was engaged, I believe, to be married to his current wife. So I'm wondering how things at home are with Mr. Uh, Austin Creed in the house. Because, again, I'm pretty sure he was being unfaithful there. I could be wrong. Maybe this was a couple months before they were together. Maybe they weren't exclusive at the time. I don't know. I don't know the story behind it. Uh, what do you think?
0: I don't know, because I'm not certain on on Xavier Wood's day-to-day life, I I would assume with the up-up-down-down that he's a single guy just living life to the fullest, and if that's the case, then why wouldn't you go out and get some banging on? He did the up-up and the (laughs) down-down.
1: He is currently married. Um, He is married right now, and I'm... I'm, Like I said, I don't know. The timeline might be off. I'm trying to throw this together and figure out what I can. I'm trying to figure all this out and do research of it while there's pictures of Paige's ass right next to me. It's hard <laughs> to concentrate. Um, it's hard. It's hard. It
0: definitely was.
1: <laughs> so I, I know, folks, we're, we're, we're doing a lot about the whole Page thing, and everybody's talked it up and down and left and right and in the butthole, just like Paige. But we got one more topic about the Page thing I think we have to bring up, and that is the movie Fighting With Families, the story of the Knight family. And for those folks who may not know, uh, Sweet Soraya Knight, Ricky Knight, and Paige, uh, who, who's who's in the Knight family, they, they're a family. They own a wrestling company in England. And um, there was a documentary before she was ever in the WWE. It actually happened right around the time her and her brother both got... Um, uh, tryouts for the WWE While this documentary was going I watched it um, years ago It's a really good documentary It's called Fighting, it's called Fighting with Family also um, So Dwayne The Rock Johnson He's seen this documentary He loved it also Thought it was great Loved the family dynamic The Rock obviously comes from a wrestling family He gets this family He knows what it's like And he said to himself This would make an awesome movie So right now he is in. He, he's he's in production of this movie called "Fighting with Family," about Paige and her family. Now, this is not a WWE produced films. Um, it is being produced by the Rock's production company called Seven Bucks Production. I don't know what the hell Seven Bucks means, but it's
0: whatever. It works. At least it's not maybe called that's the what Rock. he started with was Seven Bucks. Seven Bucks
1: and a dream. <laughs> Of being third generation and knowing I was already going to be in the door of WWE, <laughs> it was a rough life for Mr. The Rock when he was a pebble. <laughs> um, so they're producing the film. MGM is distributing the film. It is not a WWE film. That being said, there WWE. Has to be a partnership, yeah, they are involved in some way. Number one, they're using names and characters that are trademarked to WWE. And WWE does not let people do that. Um, many years back, before they were even as strict as they were, when they were doing the Wrestling with Shadows documentary with Bret Hart, uh, there was a lot of uh, ta- red tape they had to get around with that. Um, so you know that they're not just quick to give up their intellectual property to another company to make money off of. Also, they were uh, in, in
0: in Raw filming, right? Yeah. Yep, they were. They filmed uh what Paige's entrance. I yep. know. The night the rock was there and he quieted the CM Punk chants by calling CM Punk. God, I wish he would have answered yeah, that. Yeah, Vince anyway. loved that. That made Vince very happy I heard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Vince needs to retire.
1: The Vince rock can do needs what he wants. To retire. <laughs> The best part was when CM Punk just wasn't accepting The Rock's calls. <laughs> like, the Rock he's doesn't have watching, as much clout. He's as he probably thought. watching. Like, uh, I'm not
0: answering this. Yeah, you didn't want nothing to do with that.
1: So, I mean, this this is gonna bring some kind of.
0: I'm just looking forward to the new updated scenes where Rich Swan plays the role of Xavier Woods. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's got to be interesting. What 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 added scenes they're gonna put into this <laughs> now? Um, so yeah, it's got to have a speed bump in the in the film production. I know it's they're still filming. Obviously, it's not even finished filming yet. The release date isn't until 2018 sometime. So there's time. One would think most of this would have passed over, and people aren't gonna be talking about it as much. Although when the movie gets close to coming out, you know people are gonna get bringing it well, up of again. It's it's. It's gonna happen. We're only hey, we, we
0: here at Sticks can give you the the promise that we'll, we won't let you forget about it. Oh soon. no, we won't <laughs> let you forget about it.
1: Well, we got more news here. Um, Anthem Sports, which is the owner of Impact Wrestling right now, they are suing the Hardys. Now they're not suing them for some of the things you would think. They are suing them for the Broken Universe. Uh, TNA is claiming that they created it. The Hardys are claiming they created it. If you listen to most interviews, it sounds like it was a collaborative effort. Uh, uh, Jeremy Borash, I believe, was involved a lot in creating this. It was kind of Jeremy Borash and Matt Hardy from what most interviews say from before they left and when they've talked about it. Um, I don't know who has ownership. I know after they left, they, uh, the Hardys filed for a trademark for Broken. It has not gone through yet, so that, that's part of what they're suing for. Uh, what, what do you think about uh, Impact trying to own the broken universe?
0: I don't think it's right. Uh, I do think that if WWE was in the position where the broken universe started there, I do think that they would put the kibosh on it being used anywhere else. Oh, yeah. The, WWE would. WWE is a do, I do feel like this is Matt's creation. It, 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 it's his character. It's his character. Nobody baby. could do this character like it's, he did.
1: It's literally his baby. His baby, King Maxel, is a huge part of this universe. Right, right. It's literally his baby.
0: His baby, his groundskeeper, his wife. He, I don't know. You can't take that away from the man. And why would you want to? Which, by the way, his groundskeeper is also his father-in-law. <laughs> Filing this lawsuit, all you're doing is pretty much guaranteeing that the Hardys will never again be in impact and leaving a sour taste in a lot of
1: folks mouth they're rebranding they're trying to be the new impact wrestling and this is how you're starting out by being petty like this right
0: it i think it's uh it just it's ridiculous
1: again being devil's advocates i don't know what kind of contracts they have or what kind of papers have been signed and maybe tna has all legal rights to own it and maybe they're just protecting themselves it's a possibility i I personally don't think that they do. I think uh, if we've learned anything in the last few years of TNA is that legally they're just a mess and they have no <laughs> idea what to do legally. Legally, financially. So I, I find it hard to believe they were on top of getting this broken shit uh, uh, under contract and, and, and theirs. The I, one... just, I think it's petty. I think it's petty because you got you got people with good gimmicks that are still there. Oh, yeah. But well, you want to talk about petty. It seems like Impact Wrestling, from all reports, are also trying to take a portion of all sales from ShopMattHardy.com, which is Matt Hardy's own distribution website where he sells his own Hardy stuff, his Matt stuff. You want t-shirts, you want videos, you want this, that, or the other, signed autographs, a dilapidated boot. It's, it's his baby. He started this. Again, he started his own shop, MattHardy.com. I don't see how in, in, in anybody, in, in the seven deities' mind, TNA is thinking that they own any percentage of their shopping uh, website. That just, come on.
0: Yeah, no, that's bogus. It's ridiculous. I mean, it comes down to the broken brand and who owns it. But it's still, that's Matt Hardy's shop. It's never been, you know, advertised on TNA.
1: Yeah, TNA has their own uh, ShopTNA.com. Right. I've used it. I've bought stuff off there shirts, videos. I love it. I recommend it. Go out there. Buy stuff. Buy a lot of their vintage stuff. I'm giving them a plug right now. I'm also giving ShopMattHardy.com a plug. Go there and pick some stuff up. Support local folks, local wrestlers. Again, this this whole cloud style is all about supporting local. Hey, go do it. So on the bigger and and I don't know about better news, Dave Meltzer, who's got about a 50% batting rating, sometimes he's just (laughs) batshit crazy, and sometimes he knows things that I'm surprised Vince even knew, is saying now that Vince already has a main event picked out for next year's WrestleMania. Now, even if this is true, a lot happens in a year, and things can change, so, I mean, this is no way, shape, or form written in stone, but it sounds like Vince's plan and what he's going to try to Build up through the year is going to be Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 34. See, and right there,
0: right there, it's got me thinking Lesnar's going to hold the Universal Championship all year, and that puts a bad taste in my mouth. See, I'm one of the, the one of the few folks I I
1: wouldn't mind it if they did it right, if they did it like they did before.
0: I mean, o- it'd be cool. only
1: defended on the
0: big pay per views, the big four. It's going to be cool because you know. Heyman's going to get even more of an ego boost than he's ever had before with him being oh, yeah. the master of the universe, Brock Lesnar. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I, it's, 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 I think it's going to be crazy if they do it right, but Lesnar's got to be around. He's got to be fighting. You know, you, you, It's time for you to prove you're the big guy and not just say it. Don't just come around to the pay-per-views. Actually fight. You know what? I, I Again, I, I, I disagree with you on that part. I loved when
1: Lesnar was a prize fighter and only showed up for the big four. I also think it's a big way of getting over the U.S. title. But I do understand what you're saying. When you have a champion that doesn't wrestle that much, that doesn't seem to put the time and effort into the company, it does seem kind of
0: shallow. And frankly, I think it takes away from the product more so than than bringing up the other title and making it seem more prestigious. That's true, because the Universal title should be Raw's main
1: title, and that should be the most important and prestigious title. And at the oh, same time, you cannot... Uh, you cannot use the stipulation of the 30-day clause with any other titles now. So if you got a women's title and somebody gets injured, how are you going to say, well, you can't defend this title, so we're going to strip it from you, as they did with Naomi, as you know. Um, You can't do that again if you're setting the precedence with Brock Lesnar that you don't have to defend the title every 30 days, that you can defend it whenever. So I think you're kind of painting yourself in a corner there also. And at the same time, then it makes people wonder in the back of their heads, well, why did they do that to Naomi? Well, it's because Naomi's black. I don't think that's why. I mean, but, you know, you got you to gotta put that question in there. There's no consistency in WWE at all. And this would be another way of, of adding to that inconsistency. I don't like that. I'm all for consistency as best as possible. I know things happen, things change, you get different riders, Vince gets a bug up his ass, anything can happen, you can't be 100% consistent, but the, the whole title clause thing, it should be, that should be written in stone. There should be, if you can't defend it in X amount of days, any athlete has to give it up, or you don't have any clause of that, and you just say, well, when you're the champion, you're the champion until you lose it. One or the other has to be in the books.
0: I don't think it's right for the champion to get to pick their fights, though. That's a big thing in the storyline right now is people who can pick their own fights and make their own matches, and, and I feel like it should fall on management we were just to make these matches and enforce the fact that the champion needs to be fighting and defending. <coughs> it's their company. You don't let a star run roughshod over the company. I don't care how big of a name it is. You, you run things... With an iron fist if you must, but it has to be from the top.
1: Just look at the death of WCW. WCW had no reason to fold. And the biggest thing was they had the inmates running the asylum. Mm -hmm. That's what killed them. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you're a a Roman Reigns fan, you got something to look forward to next year, who knows, by then Roman Reigns may be the the guy. If they can turn him heel and maybe even turn him back by then... I'm going to be honest.
0: I, I don't like him as the guy, but I'm starting to enjoy his matches more. He's putting a lot more into his matches. You can feel the, the energy and effort behind it.
1: Oh, yeah. I like him as A guy, not the guy.
0: Right. <laughs> Maybe B guy. He, he can't be A guy. He can be B guy. He can be B guy. He doesn't have to be C guy.
1: So, uh, Ring of Honor fans, some of your favorite wrestlers could be leaving Ring of Honor pretty soon. Uh, they've been losing folks a lot in the last couple of years. Some really good folks. Some, Adam some Cole, baby! Folks. Adam Cole is at the top of my list of folks whose contract is running out. I do think so. And I'm hoping that it ends off with that fight between him and the cleaner. Uh, uh well, you know he uh, he was kicked out of the Bullet Club. Now he was is officially he? I, outed. I didn't
0: catch anything on that. He's officially
1: week. outed from the Bullet Club. <coughs> uh, I apologize to all our listeners. I have not gotten a chance to watch that yet, so I don't know everything behind it. But I do know he is officially out of the club. Um, as you know, at the la- at the 15th anniversary show, their last uh, pay per view or special card, whatever you want to call it, he lost the ROH title to the Fallen Angel, Christopher Daniels. How cool would
0: be if he's like find him out of the club and then he comes back with the click? Right.
1: (laughs) so there's uh, I think everybody and anybody is assuming that Cole is going to WWE if WWE has any brain cells in them, they are going to snatch him no matter what they need to do to get him
0: with him being out of the club and the only place the club isn't is the E that's exactly where I think he's going just for that reason alone they didn't want to have another leader leave them and join the E so they kick him out of the club first and it's done Right, right, and, and they,
1: they've done that in the past, too, when, uh, you know, AJ Styles got beat by Kenny Omega right before he left. They, they kicked his ass out of the club, so you kind of see a pattern here. We also have Kyle O'Reilly, who's going to be leaving. Um, to me, and I think, I think of this because they, they came up as Future Shock, I want to say. Uh, God, was it Future Shock? Anyways, when they debuted in ROH... They were young, they were little young guys, and, and uh, I believe it was Future Shock was their tag team. And it was uh, Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, and I always loved Adam Cole. And Kyle O'Reilly has always seemed like Adam Cole light to me. Mm-hmm. Not to say anything negative about Kyle O'Reilly, he's good in the ring, he's solid. He doesn't have the presence Cole has, and I don't think he has the ring work that Cole has. Still an amazing talent. Uh I and and he is going to be running out of his contract I think in only a few weeks I think maybe even before the end of this month uh or the beginning of next month thoughts on Kyle O'Reilly K another another KO possibly coming to WWE right.
0: That's what we need Cassius Ono Kevin Owens Kyle O'Reilly Cassius tucked in basketball jersey. Oh no, they should have a KOs only, KOs only match. <laughs> <laughs> Elimination style, we need there can only be one. We
1: need a KOs lose an initial match. <laughs> Three of them go in, one leaves an O, li- loses an O, one loses a K, and one has one, to change their, yeah, <laughs> the other one keeps the KO. So we leave with a KO, a K, and an O. (laughs) And it will be okay. (laughs) And it's an okay match. And it can end in a KO, folks. Two and a half beef
0: sticks, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it here first, folks.
1: Um, So Kyle O'Reilly, he's not the biggest blip on the radar. But when you follow it up with my next uh, reported... He'll be another Sami Zayn in the E. Well, Well, Bobby Fish. His contract is up this week with Ring of Honor. And uh, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish, Red Dragon, amazing tag team. I'm not high on either person alone, but they're they're one of those things where the sum is greater than the parts. And Red Dragon is awesome. Now, if NXT could swoop in and pick up Red Dragon and have Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish come in, call them whatever you want, call them Red Dragon. I'd call him Red Dragon. I don't know if it's trademarked anywhere. If it's not, call him Red Dragon. Keep it with the capital R, small E, capital D, Raggin. Red Dragon, I, I think that's the best way you bring in either of those two guys.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think it's important, especially with the WWE keeping people's names lately, to continue with keeping names. Yeah, I Don't underst- go back. Don't move backwards. Keep moving forward. I
1: understand that Chris Hero was already working with WWE before and had the Cassius Ono... Name, so I kind of understand them doing that. I still like the Chris Hero name better, but I like Cassius Ono. I like that name. If they'd have given it to a, to a young person that they created, I'd be all for it. I, I dig the Cassius Ono. And mean... you got the oh no built right in there, so right. it markets itself. You know, you give him some kind of special move or you make him be a spot monkey or the something. The problem and it's, is, oh
0: no. The problem is, he's not the biggest, baddest guy on the block by any means anymore. He He's not now, but they could build him. If they built them, right, but they're they building build too them. many of them. You got Braun Strowman, you got Big Cass, you got. Braun Strowman and Big Cass. <laughs> no, you got them. Well, you got Kevin Baron Owens, Corbin. you got Brock Lesnar,
1: you got I'm just saying, Goldberg, there's too you got many, like, Baron Corbin, Big you got Samoa Joe.
0: And all the all the smaller dudes are being shoehorned right into 205 Live. And I don't know. I don't think we need more. Big dudes. I need... We need more, like, average dudes. I, see, I or... don't call
1: him... We had talked about this, I think, last <laughs> week. I don't call him a big dude. I call him an average guy. He's not a 205 guy. But okay. I don't see him up there with Samoa Joe and Kevin Owens. He's he's chubby. Let the man be chubby. I mean, he isn't helping himself by wearing a tucked-in basketball
0: jersey. It really shows the <laughs> shit. At
1: least untuck it, motherfucker. <laughs> untuck, motherfucker. Um, but I, I don't consider him a big guy. I think he's a solid... I, I'd put him in the, the lines of, like, a, a Chris Jericho, maybe. I mean, just an average guy. I, obviously, Jericho's in better shape than him, but I, I'd
0: put him in that category. Uh, I guess only time will tell. He really... Uh, the last match I saw between him and Bobby Roode was good. Yep, yep. I'm looking forward to seeing it at TakeOver. Like I said last week, I it only time will tell. That's I mean, true. I started out... I didn't like Baron Corbin. Now I'm now I'm a big Baron Corbin fan. Right? So
1: The Baron... Another name we got leaving, Donovan Dijak. I'm not high on him at all. I don't have much to say about him. I'm not a big fan of his. I see him when I watch Ring of Honor TV and the pay-per-views, but I don't really go out of my way to catch matches of his or watch him on the internet or nothing. Do you have any thoughts, words, or actions on Donovan Dijak?
0: I don't even know who that is. There you go, folks.
1: (laughs) We don't give a shit. But that leads me to one of my favorite Ring of Honor guys. Who I started off like, eh, this guy's all right. A little gimmicky. He's all right. He got the boys. He got in the big beef with Silas Young, the last real man. Uh, Dalton Castle. Oh my gosh, I love Dalton Castle. Dalton Castle to me is everything Tyler Breeze could have been on the main roster and was not. Uh, Dalton Castle's contract is coming up. Now this one is a few months away yet, I believe. So, I'd ROH like has time to lock him in. If they're smart, they lock him in and they put the title <coughs> on him. If they're smart, they do that. But, the, you know, if WWE is waving that money around...
0: He could join Breezango. I could be happy with that. They could be the new boys. <laughs> yeah, Dalton
1: Castle's new boys is, is Tyler Breeze <laughs> and Fandango. They're the boys. Oh my gosh, I love it. You, Pasty, you got the mind of a WWE writer. A <laughs> yes, good WWE writer, yes, not did. the current WWE writers. <laughs> I love that. I would never have thought of that. I love it. That's the new boys. Give them big feather fans. Yeah,
0: there you go. I
1: mean, it's not far from their gimmick right. already.
0: Not, not far all at all. They're all
1: flamboyant, very, you know... God, I love it. They can That's continue to write to their
0: fashion tickets and everything. They could be a big click, man. They could. Breezy they could, Bella.
1: They could be up against the club. <laughs> they could be up against all these other people. They don't have to be the biggest. They don't even have to be ruthless. They can have great in ring presence and they can be manipulative. A la Gold Dust 1998, you know? Be manipulative, getting people's heads. He wasn't the best worker back then. He works way better now than he did then. Oh, yeah. But man, he got in folks' heads. He fucked with them. You know, don't forget uh, Razor Ramon back when he was still in WWF actually refused to work with Gold Dust because he didn't want to quote unquote work with that fag. So, I mean, he obviously got in folks' minds because Dustin Rhodes is not gay in any way, shape or form. He's a very straight man. He wasn't even flamboyant until Vince gave him that gimmick that he hoped would run him out of WWF. That right, was his right. point, you know, because he was Dusty Rhodes' son and Dusty Rhodes was the head booker of WCW at the time. Man, he made it work. He made it work. This, this, I want to see this group happen. Folks, I want you to go on the Facebook uh, page for Beef Sticks Podcast and give us name suggestions for that group. We want Dalton Castle with Febreze. You give us the name of that group. We're, we are going to coin a term. We're going to hashtag it. And we're going to flood WWE with that, and they're going to have to make it happen. What else do we got on here? We got anything else going?
0: Well, now, I'd have to say it's time for the most important part of the B-Sticks podcast. It's the time of the day when we talk about the beer we're drinking. Today, I am drinking Elysian the Immortal IPA from Seattle, Washington, and Fort Collins, Colorado. It's a pretty stellar IPA. Very sharp and hoppy, but yet dark. It's got some good notes to it. I would recommend it.
1: Yeah, it's a different type of IPA. I myself, I am sipping on a beer from the Brow Brothers Brewing Company. That's here in Marshall, Minnesota, another local brewery here in Minnesota. They they brew delicious beers. This isn't the first one of theirs I've had. This one here is called the White Cap. It is a Crystal Wit beer, and it is brewed with orange peel and coriander. Yes, even the beef sticks enjoy a little coriander. Uh, This one is a nice light beer, if you want a light beer. Again, brewed locally. Brow Brothers, I can't say enough good things about them. They're they're a good local company. If you haven't tried a Brow Brothers, do it. Support your local beer makers. And drink, folks.
0: And if you ever find yourself in Marshall, Minnesota, they just opened a new tap house where you can go eat some good steak and sample their selection. Not hard to find. It's actually uh, right there on the corner
1: where the uh, stoplight is. Over by where the Walmart is. It's really, really easy to find. You can see it. Everybody goes to Walmart. If you're in Marshall, you've been to the Walmart, it's right around there. Look around, ask some folks, go check it out.
0: Yeah, and hey, don't worry about it. We'll be drinking Brawl Brothers more often on the show, and the next time we do, we'll have the address for you. There you go.
1: <laughs> so, uh, let's get into the the WWE for this week. What have we got on Raw.
0: Well, Raw this week started out with uh, Mick Foley making his way to the stage and starting to read a retirement speech, or a resignation speech, we'll say, because it's definitely not a retirement speech. A resignation speech. Uh, He's got some cue cards in his hands, and partway through, he starts to rip them up and starts screaming, you know, after all my years of service, this is what they want me to do. They send me out here with this pre-written crap. And I'm not going to have it. If I'm going out, I'm going to say what I want to say. And they cut out his microphone. He starts tapping on the microphone. It comes back. He starts talking, and it fades out. And he does it again and again. And he's trying to say he wants to thank Stephanie McMahon for allowing him to do what he did for the last year. But it keeps cutting out. Stephanie comes to the ring and screams at him, chews him out. Uh basically blames him for the Seth Rollins incident last week and says that it's with her great honor that he is fired. You know, it's kind of sad that
1: we needed to have Mick Foley resign slash get fired to see a few glimpses of the old Foley promos that we had. I think this run with him, I was so excited when he was general manager. I was really happy to see him on Raw every day. Uh, or commissioner, I'm sorry, commissioner. Yeah. Um, and I was expecting to see the old general manager, Foley, that we had back in the day. And he, you know, I love Mick Foley. I, I, I love him. and No matter what he does going on in the future, he's never going to change my opinion about him. I'm a huge Foley fan, always will be. I don't even care that Holy Foley is one of the worst shows I've ever seen in my life. Love Mick Foley, but he's just been a shell of his his former self in this run.
0: Honestly, though, here's a guy who's suffering, you know? He's feeling pain, probably on a constant basis. He's been out of the limelight for so long. Everything's overwhelming to him. I, I can understand that this podcast is kind of overwhelming to me at times. But... It's definitely not what it should have been No, with him as general manager.
1: And, and I hope this, this isn't our, our final picture of, of Mick Foley in the WWE. I hope he comes back for another run. I'm not talking about in the ring. The poor guy can't walk. I don't want to see him in the ring. God bless him. You gave you gave your body for us. Stay out of the ring. But I hope he can come back in some kind of short-term thing again in the future and, and be a little more of his old self. So our last memories of him are him going out, as as Mick Foley, the Mick Foley we all love and know, and you know what? With his kids being involved in the business, I'm sure this is not the last we've seen of the old mixter. Oh, right, right.
0: He'll he'll Ric Flair the hell out of that when his Woo! daughter starts wrestling.
1: <laughs> um, shortly after that, well, well, Sami Zayn came out to to defend him, and uh, so that brought us to a Sami Zayn versus Samoa Joe match. Big whoop. I don't have much to say about it other than. These are two of the most passionate wrestlers in the WWE right now. And I don't see it. Joe, since he's been on the main roster, I brought this up last week. I'm bringing it up again. He's phoning it in. He's He doesn't care. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what it takes. And Sami Zayn, who we all know. I mean, he, he embodies pro wrestling. That's his life. You know, he was trained under the great El Generico. And... Uh, he just doesn't seem to give a crap either. It was a boring, lackluster match. The last one they had was boring and lackluster, and something needs to happen to get these two back into it.
0: Oh, yeah, or the matchup mania will be boring and lackluster. I'm hoping I'm hoping it steals the show.
1: <laughs> I'm hoping that's what they're saving up for. I'm hoping their instincts kick in, and when it's on the grandest stage of them all, they have to overperform. I think in their souls, they can't even phone it in if they wanted to. I think something inside them is going to make them
0: overperform. You know, if you, if you make every match on WrestleMania, no disqualification, I think we can have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's,
1: it's the extreme rules, folks. It's a 12-hour it's a extreme rules. Why not? Go for it. Um, then, I guess the next thing of interest is we had uh, Jericho come out and he showed uh, a photo of a young Kevin Owens... Kevin Steen, actually, back then. And he's in his bedroom, and he's got the Y2J shirt. He's got the pose with the arms outstretched. You folks can't see me right now, but I'm doing it, believe me. (laughs) And uh, you know the one where he came in, and he'd turn around backwards and just hold his arms out as if he's being crucified, or I'm not sure what he was trying to do. Maybe the walls were breaking down, and he was trying to hold them up. I'm not sure. (laughs) So you have him doing that pose. There was a Y2J poster in the background. There was a, uh, I think there was a Mosh action figure on his on his on his bookshelf. Which I get having WWE action figures, but who the hell had a Mosh? If you <laughs> folks don't remember, Mosh and Thrasher were were a tag team back then called the Headbangers. Underrated tag team. I didn't like them at the time. And going back and rewatching the old Raws on the network, I actually love them. I, I just love them. Uh, oh, they, they came back for a short run here not too long ago. Last year. Yeah. Remember, they, yep. they had quite a, a few off. matches. Well, no, I think they had I a few matches. A they had a few matches. I think it was a one-off. Well, I let's agree know. to disagree. And our viewers, I'm sure, will look it up for us and let us know in the comments.
0: On our Facebook page, <laughs> B6 um, Podcast.
1: So so he comes out there, he talks about, uh, oh, and he, and he showed a little snippet of either, uh, it was either Twitter or text messages. You couldn't tell because they kind of took them out. But it was uh, Kevin Steen, when he had first got signed to WWE, asking uh, Y2J, Chris Jericho, who he did not know at the time. They didn't know each other at all.
0: Asking him for some advice. advice And being blown away when he responded.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could tell he was marking out. Even through these these messages, you could tell he was marking out. He was marking out, man. I love that they're bringing reality (laughs) into this. Um, Kevin Owens does it best. He talks about his family a lot. He talks about... What he really feels I mean Kevin Owens and reality just works and this was working perfect because Jericho turned the reality around on him one thing I do need to bring up Jericho's saying that he was Kevin Steen's idol <laughs> and his favorite wrestler and uh, da, 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 da. but let's be fair the guy's name is Kevin Owens that's My the son's name.
0: name is Owen
1: that's the name he picked out for himself on WWE. He's not that's Kevin the name. Chris. he named it <laughs> it's not Kevin Chris. His, his son's name isn't christine that <clears throat> i never said that out <laughs> but his son's name is not christine and i'm glad it's not christine yes. not that i'm against any intergender uh, picky gender uh choosey gender that's fine uh, thinking Christine could get him Choose quite a your few... Choose
0: uh,
1: <laughs> Could get kind of some teases in school. So now that I think about it, good thing it wasn't Christine. But yeah, everybody knows Owen Hart is his favorite wrestler. Everybody knows the name Owen Hart is not to be mentioned on WWE TV ever. And that's because WWE killed him. Albeit not
0: on purpose, but WWE killed him. We Maybe all know on that. Purpose. Maybe on purpose. If, if you talk to Martha Hart, it was probably on purpose. Come on. Um, WWE killed Owen Hart. WWE killed Eddie Guerrero. WWE killed and set up Chris Benoit. WWE WWE killed Mitsuharu
1: Musawa in Japan. (laughs) WWE killed John Gotti. WWE killed the Ultimate Warrior right after his induction speech. killed my love of wrestling (laughs) from 2002 (laughs) to about 2005. So they're murderers. They're known murderers. They supported uh, uh, Jimmy Snuka, who they knew was a murderer. In fact... This is going into conspiracy theory things here, and I'll cut it short. But they, they were definitely uh, paying lawyers and, and, and paying people to make that court proceeding go by pretty quickly back in the 80s there. So, yeah, pretty shifty stuff. Anyways, uh, I loved the segment. I mean, Jericho, Owens, you, you almost can't go wrong with those two.
0: I thought it was great. Yeah. Yeah, and I, this is going to be a classic at WrestleMania. I think this and the match between Orton and Wyatt are going to be the top two. The build-up for this
1: match is probably the very best that they have going right now. You really care about each contestant. I don't care about the U.S. belt. I don't give a shit that the U.S. belt is on the line. And not in a negative way. Not in a negative way. The personal story between them is what is bringing me into this. And that's
0: what it's all about.
1: Hey, storytelling in and out of the ring. Uh, So, yeah, I'm going to be sad when Jericho's gone, but it's only going to be better when he comes back again. So, you know what? Absinthe makes the heart grow fonder. Absinthe makes you do weird stuff. <laughs> two different things. Don't confuse the two, please. Oh, well, we had some more crap. This is Raw. We all know that there's throwaway stuff on Raw that nobody cares about. But then Triple H comes out with uh, Michael Cole for an for a interview, a shoot <laughs> interview. This isn't scripted, folks. This is the real deal. And basically, there's a doctor that they have that says there's no way... That Seth Rollins is going to be able to be cleared by There's WrestleMania. There's no doctor
0: in his sane mind who would clear Seth Rollins. Yeah,
1: even though we have seen him drop the crutch and jump around in
0: stage and fight with Triple H and run around. And, I mean, he looked looked okay to me. This still plays back to I don't think he was ever injured. I think this is expert storytelling. And I think WWE is headed in the right direction with some of their segments. Just the ones that are cared about by the top-ups.
1: And you know what? I'll give you this. If this was their storytelling from the beginning, my hat's off to them. Beautiful.
0: It's good. You fooled fooled everybody but me.
1: But I honestly think he was injured. He didn't end up needing surgery like they thought, which would have been the one thing that held him out a long time. And I don't buy it for a second that WWE planned it. To me, that's like saying WWE planned on having Daniel Bryan in the main event of WrestleMania, and the fans had nothing to do with it. It was Vince's plan all along. But, folks, you're going to get contradicting beliefs between us, too. You're going to get contradicting feelings. And that's good because you get both sides of the street from us. You can make your thoughts known in the comments in the Beef Sticks Facebook page. I'm going to be plugging this shit, I tell you what.
0: Hey, we have a Twitter now, too. Beef Sticks CSB. Cloud-style broadcasting, folks. Never forget. Make sure to follow us because we're not very uh, Twitter-savvy, folks.
1: I'm going to be trying my best. I'm going to be learning it. I'm going to be learning. And you folks are going to get to see me fail. (laughs) So don't forget to check out our Twitter page and see me fail. Come
0: watch us get blocked by Kevin Owens. Damn right. Come watch us get blocked by Paige and Alberto El Patron. Watch us get blocked by Jim Cornette. (laughs) So anyways,
1: with this being said, since no doctor in his sane mind, uh, Triple H made this a non-sanctioned match, which for folks who haven't been wrestling fans for a long time... Or, folks that just don't know words bigger than two syllables, a non sanctioned match means that WWE, the company itself, is not involved legally in any way, shape, or form with the match. Folks, this is all work. This is all kayfabe. Obviously, this is a WWE match. They are responsible. But you gotta suspend disbelief. And I love unsanctioned matches it allows you to almost do damn
0: near anything and get away with it. Yep. Hopefully we'll see some good color. I know we're going to see a lot of gratuitous and over-the-top violence. Not wrestling, just two men pummeling each other with fists and chairs and ring bells. God, I want to see somebody get hit with a ring bell again. Oh, good old cling
1: the bell. That's how you get color right there. Ring bell always brings color. I want to see it. If you hit him with the ring bell and he doesn't blade, I'm not going to be happy. You know what? Open them up the hard way if you want. I'm not a fan of opening people up the hard way. It's very dangerous. I don't recommend it. I know they don't like blading, but blading is a thousand times safer than opening them up the hard way. But either way, yeah, this is is a, a feud that goes down to each man's heart and soul. They hate each other. They despise each other. Rollins was the architect. He was the future. He was the golden boy. He had everything. Triple H believed in him. And then he got sold out for Kevin Owens. And now Kevin Owens and Triple H have nothing to do with each other and they kind of dropped that whole thing. Nobody knows what happened. But that's fine because it sets up the Seth Rollins Triple H match and Triple H knows how to do grudges. He knows how to do violent. He knows how to do gritty. Go back and watch some of his matches against Mick Foley. The guy can do a badass bloodbath.
0: Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing it. I'm... it's it's definitely it's going to be a brawl
1: (laughs) my thoughts with everything that we've seen with the whole foley opening and all that i'm thinking we see foley interfere in some way he's obviously not going to take any huge bumps like we said you know he can barely move as it is he's injured he needs surgery and stuff so we we know he's not going to take huge bumps i i would not be surprised to see him
0: interfere he could take a big bump too, though. I mean, it is a non-sanctioned match. WWE is not responsible. He could do, you know, a medium-sized bump.
1: I wouldn't mind seeing it. I wouldn't mind seeing him go through an announce table or something like that. I'm, I mean, I'd be all for it if 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 Mick Foley, the human being's wellness, is in mind, and they do it safe. I would love it because it's
0: gonna. Solve. Although, how pissed would Brian be? <laughs> <laughs> That, that brings up a good point. Although, <laughs>
1: Mick Foley has not been deemed uh, anything for concussions for not being able to wrestle. He just, he just physically can't do it. I don't know if there's any doctors saying that he can't, like, like Daniel Bryan or Seth Rollins. <laughs> uh, we were treated after that to a little segment from The New Day, which they, they hinted at the uh, immediately.
0: The Xavier, do you have something you want to tell us? Wrestlemania!
1: <laughs> so that was the little bit that they acknowledged it. I'm glad they acknowledged it. It's good they acknowledged it. They they, they touched a little bit without overbearing it. And it allowed them to get into their whole Wrestlemania spiel. You know, I, I wasn't a fan of them just being host of Wrestlemania at first. It's one of the most over acts right now. And by over, I mean that, that the crowd digs it, not that they're not together anymore. Um, <laughs> we had this discussion earlier today. But the more I think of it, you know, I, I love the New Day. They are super over. They're, they're, they're more entertaining outside of the ring than they are in the ring. I'm going to say that. Xavier, By far. Xavier Woods, who is not entertaining on a chair, <clears throat> page, is probably <laughs> the most entertaining in the ring. Uh, with, with Kofi, he, he does his spots. Kofi's the typical spot monkey. I don't mean that in a racial slur. He's a spot monkey, okay? That's what he is. So I, I'm kind of thinking... This is the best role for them. They will sell tickets to WrestleMania. They will entertain us in between the 75 matches on WrestleMania over the course of the 20 hours that WrestleMania is going to be. And I think this works. They don't need to be in a match. They're not the champions anymore. Let them go out there. Let them entertain. Let them do what they're best at. They're still getting their WrestleMania payday. I'd be willing to bet they're making as much, if not more, to be the host as the folks in the ring taking the bumps. Why not do it?
0: And hey, they've been suspending the shark cage from the arenas lately. Maybe this year we'll get to see the New Day fly around on their unicorns.
1: <laughs> I, I would love to see that. Xavier I see, would
0: name his page.
1: I want to see Big E come down on a unicorn. <laughs> That's what I want to see. I want to see Big E come down on a fluffy petite Darling Unicorn. <laughs> he's just
0: clinging to it for dear life because he's so much bigger than it is. <laughs> His giant pectorals
1: blocking the eyes of the unicorn I can't even see.
0: Hopefully he's off the sauce at Mania anyway. Then he won't get to ride the unicorn. Great. He was a little tipsy uh, a week back there. <laughs> so
1: Then we're going to skip to the main event, which was Braun Strowman versus Roman Reigns. Uh, sounds like a yawner on paper. It was good for what it was. It wasn't great. But for being Braun Strowman, Roman Reigns, I think it was good for they what brought it the was. Fight.
0: They brought the fight.
1: They gave you what you expected in a Braun Strowman Roman Reigns raw main event, I think.
0: Right. And and that that match could've been at WrestleMania, you know? And I would have been happier with it than what we're getting at WrestleMania. I I I But there's a lot of there's know. a lot of backstory going into it already. I mean maybe maybe we build it up for SummerSlam next year. I don't want to wait that long though.
1: Right? Uh, I think
0: it's detrimental to both people If we wait that long
1: I think it's horrible that Braun Strowman doesn't have a match At Wrestlemania already They've built him up like crazy He's kind of been one of the workhorses of Raw Believe it or not He's been getting in tremendous shape The man has abs like I got man tits I tell you what he, He's working hard He's no longer as green as he was He's not a mat technician He's a giant He's never going to be a mat technician But I think he does more than a lot of Giants his size would ever try to do in the ring. I mean, he's putting the effort in. This reminds me of Kane. This reminds me of Big Show early career. This reminds me of the big guys that actually went out there and wanted to work and not just be big guys. We're not talking about Viscera here. Right. We're (laughs) we're not talking about Earthquake. We're not talking about Tugboat. You know, we're not talking about them folks. This is a guy who's, who's working. I mean, he's, he's out there working. I think he deserves a match at WrestleMania. I think he's going to be in the Andre the Mo- I think so. Andre the Giant Memorial since,
0: Battle Royal. Since our last podcast, it has been confirmed that Shaq and Big Show will not be happening, and Big Show is in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Shaq, you're a bitch. You're said a bitch. Here. I said it here. You're Shaq's a, a, bitch. a
1: bitch. Come fight me. Come fight me. <laughs> I'll just put microphone cords on the floor, and I've seen you trip over them. Just try it, punk. <laughs> uh, I think it's sad. Uh, the one thing that Pasty brought up before was was maybe uh, Strowman getting involved in the WrestleMania match.
0: Yeah, I would. I, I think uh, after Undertaker chokeslammed Ron Strowman, I think that gives Strowman a reason to get involved. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's and gonna I think, happen. I do think it should be a no disqualification match with it being the fight for the yard. You know two dogs fighting over the yard A fight for the yard
1: piss in a corner boys yeah i i don't see it happening just for the fact that i i don't think strowman needs to be in it i think it would take away from either reigns or undertaker
0: the more i think about it though if strowman is in the battle royal with the big show big show eliminates strowman and that builds up a feud between those two, which kind of needs to happen. I'd be okay with that. The giant torch needs to be passed. I, 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 you know what? Right there, I'm,
1: I'm with you there. Big Show's, you know, going down more and. more. And Big Show can be
0: vocally pissed off that that he's not having his fight with Shaq. because this is something that's been talked about within the WWE. Again,
1: bring in the reality. Do yeah, it. I'm down with that. Bring in the reality. Now you get into a, a slandering a celebrity's name. How far can WWE, as a major multi million dollar corporation, a publicly traded company, do that? I don't know, but I like it. I like bringing in the real life. I like saying, I couldn't fight Shaq. He's one, the only other monster on my level. Braun Strowman comes out. You son of a bitch. I am the new monster. You know, yada, yada, yada. This and that, this and that. It'll, it'll almost be a lot like a Bray Wyatt be becoming the the new face of evil against The Undertaker, which flopped. I'm not saying that. I'd want it to go the other way. I want Strowman to come out on top. Right. I want Big Show to do the job. I want it to be good. I want it to be a slobber
0: knocker, as good old JR would say. And and let's not see Big Show pull out that punch. Or let's see Big Show try to pull out his punch and it not phase Strowman in the least. I would love to see that. That would be
1: awesome. Pull out his WMD, which I don't... Do they still call it that? Do they call it anything? I don't know. They call it the slowest punch in the world. They should just called
0: the one ton punch. There you go.
1: They they should call it nothing because no man should have a punch as a finisher. Roman Reigns included. <laughs>
0: right. You got to augment that shit and use your forearm like AJ Styles does. <laughs>
1: remember, uh, remember the heart punch. Who had that crush? Uh, uh, Brian Brian Adams' crush had the heart punch, which I actually liked at the time. But coming back on it, it's like, yeah, punching somebody in the heart is just punching somebody in the chest. Right. That's all you're doing. Right. hard Punches shouldn't be finishers. That's that's what we're trying to say here, folks. Unless it is Cesaro's European uppercut from the top rope, I want to see that. That should be his finisher. That's better than the neutralizer. So, speaking of the punches uh Braun Strowman actually caught Roman Reigns' Superman punch. Roman Reigns ran in, he jumped, he swung, and Strowman grabbed it in one hand. I wish he would have held him up by his arm.
0: That would have been awesome. Um, Dangling they, they like a small child. I know, right?
1: I want to see his legs <laughs> kicking in the air. <laughs> come on, guy! Come on. Come, <laughs> come on. Let oh, me down. This isn't fair. This come on. Nice, I'm going to send the rock after you.
0: <laughs> you got to do the baby legs voice.
1: It's to me when I try to run. <laughs> Rick and Morty, folks, catch it before season three comes out in 17 years. If there's one
0: thing we're as big on as WWE and professional wrestling in and general. And beer. And beer and numerous other things. But Rick and Morty is another major facet to the beef sticks organization.
1: So he catches the Superman Punk. Punk punk superman punk. well roman reigns is the punk. i think there punk. was
0: cm punk chance during I, that match there so was, you're actually, not off the
1: mark I, i'm gonna start a hashtag <laughs> superman punk that's ro- every match roman reigns and he's the superman punk super cena superman punk have them go at it for who's the face of the company and the punkiest super so after the superman punch gets caught uh Strowman lifts up Roman Reigns. Uh, I, you know, I don't know what he was trying to do. He kind of held him in the air like uh, an inverted Simba when Rafiki holds him up, or something you do with your baby when you're like, Who's a baby? You're flying. <laughs> so he kind of held him in the air. It didn't look like any kind of wrestling move other than picking him up and maybe throwing him. And from there, Roman Reigns connects with the Superman punch. I didn't like that. There obviously wasn't momentum. He was being held up by Braun Strowman. It was it was basically just him punching Braun Strowman. It
0: right, was it? And that shouldn't shouldn't affect him at all. <laughs> no,
1: but it hit him. It staggered him, uh, knocked him down. Actually, believe it or not, so that one punch knocked him down. Reigns is set up in the corner. He's waiting for the spear. You can see he's gonna hit it, and then the lights go out and, and the we, bell rings and we hear the Undertaker's gong. Mm. But he does not come out from the entryway. Oh, no. This is the Undertaker. This is the Undertaker. This is, this is going into WrestleMania
0: Undertaker. He doesn't come down the ramp. He doesn't show up on the Tron. No. He wakes up from his nap beneath the ring, <laughs> rolls out, and climbs into the ring. Right. He, he turns off pages
1: porn from, from underneath <laughs> the ring. So there he is in the ring, in the darkness, Smoke all around him. I don't remember if there was smoke. This is how I picture it in my head. There might not have been Lightning. smoke. Lightning. I picture it with smoke. Crashing Lightning. from the sky. Hellfire coming from the rings. This is how I this is my memory. I got a better memory see, than WWE has writers. I don't
0: think I don't think Undertaker's done enough to get inside Roman Reigns' head. I want to see like old school where like the Undertaker lookalike would pop up at the top of the arena where the people walk in, and then it goes black. And then he's over here, and then he's over here, and then he's in your face. Right, right? I want to see the,
1: <laughs> the giant T and the X show up in random places and, and freak him out. I want to see the smoke. I want to see the, the gimmickry. You know, th- this is one of the guys, the gimmickry works with him. Undertake- Undertaker doesn't work without the gimmickry. Right? You know, he, he needs that. The gimmick is his character.
0: Without the gimmick, he's just an old dude in a place where he doesn't belong. So there he is, in the middle of the ring,
1: staring at Roman Reigns. The man he's going to face at WrestleMania. The young dog trying to come up and take his spot in the industry. He's staring at him. And then he chokeslams Braun
0: Strowman from behind him. For some reason... It looks like potentially he injured his arm for the way he winces and says, oh shit. But that just could have been because he left Roman Reigns unwatched. And that is a rookie mistake.
1: And Undertaker was in the corner after he chokeslammed Braun Strowman. Uh, he, he chased him towards the, the out of the ring. Uh, instinctively, I think. He slams him. Braun Strowman rolled out. He was in the mood. So he followed him. He's looking at him from down there. And like I said, either, either he got a sharp pain. Or something in his head clicked, because he did. He winced, he kind of mouthed, oh shit, and then he turned around, bam, hits with the spear. He didn't kind of mouth, oh shit. There's <laughs> nothing else he could have possibly mouthed
0: there other than, oh shit. And if if indeed this was just him realizing that he left Roman unchecked, and he didn't, like, jump out of the ring at that moment instead of turning around to catch the spear. Right. That's that's a bad move on The Undertaker, and that, that I think, severely diminishes his chances of winning at Mania, especially if Strowman gets involved. Oh yeah,
1: definitely. Most definitely. I mean, potentially,
0: potentially, maybe this isn't Taker's last match. Maybe his last match is with Strowman next year. You know what? I, I still want Taker's
1: last match to be against Cena. It's probably not going to happen at this point. That's just what I wanted to see. That's what I want to see.
0: There you go. I don't know. We'll do we'll do Undertaker and Michelle McCool versus Cena and and Nikki Bella. <laughs> well, don't you think by that point he will have dumped Nikki Bella and be with Maurice at that point? I think
1: he's stealing Maurice from the Miz. I, I see this happening. I see it in my head. I see it happening. That that's predictions here, folks. I think that Cena is gonna have Maurice.
0: So. Another debate I want to have on the on the on the Facebook page is is whether or not John Cena will indeed propose to Nikki Bella after their match at WrestleMania.
1: Vegas has odds up on that already. I, I don't I looked it up earlier. I don't remember what it was. I think the it was odds two, are in the favor of him
0: not proposing. No, no,
1: it was opposite. It was two to nine. I think of him proposing. Him not proposing was was, uh, was something else. Seven to four. Something. I I believe it was in favor of him proposing. Um, yeah, you know, that's, that's something we didn't discuss earlier, but, but we've all been thinking about, I know it's been rumored that he's going to, I'm leaning towards, he's not going to, the only way I, I see it working, which WWE is not going to do, I'm going to put that out here now, what I want, what I think, not going to do. I want to see, uh, uh, Cena, this is, this is assuming the proposal and everything like this, this is not what I want indefinitely, but this is what I see. I'm playing. I'm playing Booker here. Cena wins the match. Cena, uh, uh, Nikki comes out. She 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 celebrates with them. They're in the ring. They kiss. They do that thing where she jumps in his arms and then she kicks her feet up and he spins around. And we've all seen it in every romantic comedy and all this bull bolus. So, anyways, he he does this and they're excited and giddy and just can't help it. And Cena, Cena waves. To, to the ring bell guy, you know, uh, uh, the timekeeper, if you will. And the timekeeper throws something in there, and Cena gets down on one knee, and he opens up, and it's it's the biggest ring you and I have ever seen. I mean, this is bigger than the ring bell, okay? And he proposes to her in the middle of the ring, and Nikki shoots him down, breaks his heart for all
0: the times that he shot her down.
1: Cena. And then he's gone. And he's gone for six months. We don't see him. We don't have vignettes of him. He doesn't call in. He could come Nothing. back with a beard. And he comes back as a heel. As the heel. As a monster fucking heel. He just starts beating the shit. He starts F.U.ing everybody because he's coming back and it's called the F.U. again. It's not the A.A. when he comes back because his attitude has been adjusted and it's back to the (laughs) F.U. And he starts F.U.ing people left and right. He comes in in random matches and he F.U.s the 205 Live guys and he F.U.s Braun Strowman and he F.U.s Byron Saxton and he F.U.s everybody for weeks and weeks and weeks. And he's just he comes back as this Super Cena heel and everybody's going to love it. And you're going to sell tickets. That's what I would see. It's not going to happen, folks. I'm telling happen. you here,
0: it's not happening.
1: This is just my mind running away with that me. That does
0: sound amazing. You'd also have to put Nikki into a relationship with a different superstar. you have to do it. There's like Miss. There's no, Miz. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs>
1: but you could, you could do anybody. Like I said, he's gone for months. So you could put her in a relationship with anybody. She just has to be yeah, in that relationship by the time he comes back. <laughs> Give her the woods. <sighs> So, off of depressing Raw, on to SmackDown Much. The beginning was really nothing much to talk about. But, with the very first match of the night, we had people who went from headlining shows to opening shows. We had American (laughs) Alpha defending the tag team championship (laughs) against the Heel
0: Usos. Of course, their non-championship match would be the main event. (laughs) And their championship (laughs) match is to open the show. Because titles matter, folks. Right. Tag teams matter.
1: For that matter. <laughs> Fuck. All titles matter, hashtag.
0: And of course, inevitably, the titles changed hands. The Usos got it over with a very sad-looking super kick.
1: Yeah, they, they they crotched him. I don't even remember who they ended up super kicking and pinning. I wanna say it was Jordan. I feel like he takes I most think it of was Jordan, yeah. But they did end up crotching him. He was getting into the ring, um, thing one. Which which I'll call one of the Usos, grabbed his leg and, and and prevented him from getting in, but then just dropped down and crotched him. And then thing two hit him with a just a, a lightly tap of a super kick. It was a pathetic super kick. The bucks are rolling over in their graves. Folks, the bucks aren't even <laughs> dead yet. That's how bad that super kick was. Um, I did not see this title change happening. Caught me off guard this close to Mania.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, especially with the Usos being the ones to take the titles off of them. I, I would have never guessed. Um, like we discussed last week, the Usos mean very little to me. After their initial run, they got overused and, and washed out. And I think then, they
1: mean very little to a lot of folks right now. Yeah.
0: But they won. And then on, later on talking smack, it was like they weren't heels anymore.
1: <laughs> and they weren't even They were so happy and
0: heel. joyful. And then the tweet yeah, from Brian, Roman Reigns. Hey guys. And then the tweet from Roman Reigns came through and oh, yeah. a face, brutalized any hopes. A
1: face, a current wrestler who's a face, and we know everybody hates Roman Reigns, but folks, I'm sorry, he's a face. He's a baby face. That's what he is. That's how he's built up. A face cannot tweet congratulations to a heel group winning titles.
0: You can't do that, folks. Let's have some kayfabe. We sit here and you you could bitch acknowledge about real it. life. He could acknowledge it, but he could say that as my cousins, you've disgraced our family. They could have had The
1: Rock do it. They could have set it up ahead of time with The Rock and had The Rock do it. The Rock saying congratulations means, or then Roman saying congratulations, anyways. So then after that, we get a little uh, a little segment which I I was really pissed off because they were advertising it. They were talking about it coming up. We're gonna see Total Bella's unseen footage. Blah 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 blah. And this whole Cena and Nikki and Miz and Maurice thing has been coming off as a commercial for reality TV to me and you heard me last week complaining about it, ragging on he it. You
0: complained about it today too.
1: Oh yeah, I was I was pissed. I was like, <laughs> "Fuck, I don't want to see this. Stop it. We don't care. We don't give a shit if the ratings are sagging." No, turned into the best thing I've seen since I've seen Southpaw Regional Championship <laughs> wrestling. I tell you what, what it was
0: was the Miz and Maurice playing as Cena and John Cena. Or Cena and John Cena. Cena and John Cena. C- Cena and, and Nikki Bella. So what it was, you, you got Maurice playing both
1: Nikki and Brie. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're sitting out there and, and talking. Miz comes out doing every perfect mannerism to do the greatest John Cena impression I've ever seen in my life. He, he ring entrances down his own oh.
0: stairs and runs, <laughs> runs over the table where he stopped. <laughs> it's perfect.
1: Did the salute and everything. <laughs> Oh, I was loving it. Then they go inside and then they're doing uh, almost like a, a, a Cribs. Anybody remember MTV Cribs? Uh, nobody remembers that. We don't have audience that young <laughs> or that old, I should say. Oh, my gosh. Anyways, they're doing a Cribs type interview where they're showing the house. And, you know, there there was nothing great or nothing like, oh, this was the best thing ever in what they were showing. But just and you know and Maurice doing the bellas I, I isn't even that great. No, She's not that But good. Ms. Mrs. betrayal of Cena oh, is man. perfect. Put him on SNL. Put yes. him on SNL. Melissa McCarthy plays Nikki Bella. <laughs> Book it. <laughs> I I want to see that Come on Lauren. Come on, Lauren, get the Miz on there. In uh, related
0: news, I guess The Rock is going to be on Saturday Night Live again very soon. Is he again? Yes. I have not. This is the yes, first I I've heard hear that, of that. This talk about breaking news. <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And I've seen him on SNL before. He's always a funny guy. He's uh,
1: good. He's I think good. when
0: Cena was on SNL this last time, it was kind of a letdown. They just, I think, glorified him as a handsome man, and that was the entire show. The Rock's funny. He, yeah, he's always he, he didn't take off
1: in WWE till he started getting really funny. The Pooh Tang Pie and the Know Your Roll Boulevard all And that. it doesn't
0: matter what your name is. And
1: then um then you'd see him in movies. What was the one he did with uh with with, with uh um Hart Kevin Hart? Uh Central Intelligence was yeah, it? Yeah. Oh my gosh, hilarious in that. I loved him in that that was a funny... Folks, check it out if you haven't seen it. I did not see it. that
0: one, but I loved his oh his gosh. short and unbelievable role in, in The Other Guys, the, the cop drama, oh. where they're the super cops and they jump off the top of the building to try to catch the bad guy. See, I haven't seen that one. Oh, wonderful.
1: Perhaps his best role ever, though, was in... Is it the whole 10 year? Oh, what was... No, no, no. It was a sequel to a... Bruce Willis movie. Mm-hmm. It was uh, with Vince Vaughn. Shit.
0: Oh, get smart. No, not it wasn't. Was it
1: the Get Shorty um um sequel? Yeah, it was. Which yeah, it was the Get Shorty sequel. Yes, it was. I don't remember what it was called because he was. It's the Get Shorty sequel. Uh, folks, just look up Get Shorty sequel. Anyways, he plays he plays this bodyguard tough guy, <laughs> and he's such a theatrical effeminate man. <laughs> it's just. He, and he owns it! He's he's the best part of this movie that has
0: Vince Vaughn, that has
1: Danny yep. DeVito, that has Bruce Willis, overly that has flamboyantly Uma Thurman. Overly gay, that,
0: <laughs> but still doesn't fuck around.
1: Right, and You don't even know that he's gay. I don't think he ever comes off as gay. He's just overly flamboyant, overly theatrical. Um, I think that was one of his first acting gigs. If yeah. not his yeah, very was. first, it was. Um, I own the movie, which is a shame. Why I, I can't think of what it's called. Be
0: cool. Be cool. Be cool. There it nailed is. Nailed it.
1: Be cool, folks. <laughs> go out and watch. Be cool. You don't. Even, honestly, you don't have to watch Get Shorty before this. Yeah. No, I did. Um, I never
0: watched Get Shorty. This is one of those movies I
1: think is. Better the sequel is better than the original. Get Shorty's awesome. Uh, John Travolta's
0: in there. And it's, don't it, forget John Travolta. I don't Travolta. think it's like necessarily it's even a direct, direct sequel. It's just a, a oh, it, it is story. a direct sequel. Okay. If you've
1: seen if you've seen Get Shorty, it is a direct sequel, but
0: it can be taken as its own story.
1: Um, it's actually it's a mob comedy almost is what it is. Um, the 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 first one Get Shorty is he he got out of the mob and he's getting into movies, and then in the sequel. He's getting out of movies, and he's getting into the rap game. Yeah. So, R&B. Oh, one of the, um, not Rihanna, one of the young R&B singers at the time, before uh, she blew God up really non. huge. Yeah, uh, uh, Christina Milian. There you go. She's in it, too. She plays the up-and-comer. So Folks, go and set that out. You know, we are not sponsored by anybody yet. If anybody wants to sponsor us, go ahead. But we're going to go and rant and rave and tell you what we love about anything. So when you see us out here plugging stuff like this, we're not getting paid to do this, folks. We're letting you see us. This is Pasty. This is Fat Mac. We're telling you what we love. And we ended up on, on the subject of a John Travolta
0: movie uh, you know, in the middle of our
1: SmackDown <laughs> uh, recap. So. It's funny because there's
0: references to uh, Insane Clown Posse in the studios in that movie. Cardboard yep. cutouts of them uh, before the Wraith Shangri-La release. And that makes me want to talk about the new Snoop Dogg music video, because there's also a cameo to the Jekyll Brothers album in the new Snoop Dogg music video with the clowns and him a shooting the fake controversy gun in at that, Donald Trump. <laughs> that was a good video. That was a very well done video. Can you believe I still haven't seen it? Oh
1: my god. <laughs> really? How, how have I not seen a four minute video on oh YouTube? Oh my god. I want to make you watch it before we get out of here. We, I'm going to do that. We're going to do that. We'll do it here, folks. After we're done talking to you,
0: live on beef sticks. We're gonna watch YouTube. We no. should we should just
1: live stream it on Facebook. Just us sitting and watching. If you don't see the video. We're not even gonna react. We're not even talking.
0: <laughs> just just blank gonna stare. sit and watch it.
1: Oh, I lost where we were. So we so anyways. If you don't even want to watch SmackDown, go back and just watch this Total Bella's
0: deal with with the Miz and Maurice. It's worth your time. It's worth the entire show, I think. And there's there's more than one segment. Definitely.
1: Um, After that, we did get a Randy Orton versus Baron Corbin match. Um, Not much to say about that. It was a pretty slow match. It's kind of what you'd expect from these two guys. But then, here comes the lunatic fringe because he's such a lunatic.
0: He comes out on his forklift again. Last week, or the week before, under the forklift. This week, he's on top. Hey Corbin, he says. And then Corbin loses the match. RKO out of nowhere.
1: What I loved was in it, it a very uh, uh, un-Randy Orton characteristic, he kind of gave him a little, the little uh, a salute you give for like, hey buddy, thanks a lot to Dean Ambrose. And and I don't see there being any Randy Orton-Dean Ambrose connection anywhere. I just found that odd. I, I liked it. I think like, maybe he thought the cameras Orton.
0: weren't on him at that time or something.
1: That might have been it, because it was, it was very un-Orton-like. And I like, it humanized him a bit. Yeah, yeah, it
0: definitely makes him look like he was having issues against Corbin (laughs) without the help from Dean Ambrose. Right.
1: So that that came and went. But then, Orton calls out Bray Wyatt. Because he's pissed. And the lights flicker. And all of a sudden, he's surrounded by a bunch of uh, guys dressed up like Eric Rowan for some reason. They got the green jumpsuit on. They got the lamb masks. The white lamb mask of Eric, Eric Rowan, not the black lamb mask of Strowman. And um, they, they grab him. They hold
0: Orton. They, 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 he can't go anywhere. They hold him. Uh, you're forgetting, though, before this, Luke Harper cut the promo talking about how Sister Abigail forced Randy Orton to burn the house down oh, yes, so yes. that Bray Wyatt could have his power and how next week on SmackDown... Luke Harper will be facing Bray Wyatt in attempts to destroy him. You always got my back, man. My mind's a
1: slippery slope and, and things slip off it. You always got my back. That's man. what I'm here for, man. That's what I'm here for. And that was a good promo. Yeah. Good no, it, Good to let Luke Harper have some, some talking
0: time. Right. It's, you know, the least you can do for not giving him a spot in the match at Mania. I think it's he the least it. you can do. I think he deserves it just as much as either of the two others. Yeah, I, I will give you that. He's been th- through this entire story. So we, uh, so
1: we have this, this, all these guys surround Randy Orton, <coughs> they, 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 they hold him. Bray Wyatt comes in with the X Division Championship. Yeah, yeah, he puts the X, the, the TNA X Division Championship <laughs> around Randy Orton's waist. Um, still not sure what that was supposed to be. It, it kind of looked like a, a, one of those Ninja Turtle uh, sewer covers. With a red X taped over it. Yeah. I I don't know uh the best I can say it was it was his way of symbolizing I mean, Bray Wyatt's all about symbolism, symbolizing he's a marked man or something, but they never he talked didn't say about anything what about it was. It. Yeah. No, he Not
0: didn't. Not once did he bring up what the anything He walked about up,
1: X. put it on him and started talking about shit that had nothing to do with this giant metal <laughs> red X that's on his waist. I just I'm baffled about that. I hope it means something. I want to see them pull it out and use it in their match or something. I mean, I I just, I hope it means something. I'm hoping
0: they're just keeping it to the air of mystery. Maybe it'll be something Bray uses more often to mark his victims.
1: (laughs) Right? Yeah, that could be a a reoccurring thing. He he lays it Mm. over. Like the NWO spray painting NWO on folks. He just, he comes out with his big red X thing and lays it over folks that he's, that he's gonna feed to the buzzards. Uh. (laughs) Yeah. So basically the, the whole point of this was was Bray said that Randy exploited his only weakness which was Sister Abigail. I always thought it was pay-per-view matches since he always loses <laughs> pay-per-view matches. I thought that was his weakness. I was wrong folks. It was Sister Abigail. But he said it was a mistake, because doing that made him stronger. Now he no longer has the crutch of Sister Abigail. He's lit He's lit the fire back underneath him that he used to have. And I can see this. I can see it, because Bray is the old Bray. He's not yep. the Bray that we've seen that we didn't give a shit about. He's not the Bray who, who looked uh, tired and pathetic and nobody gave a shit about. This is This is the old Bray. He's got life again. For the record,
0: I always gave a shit. I always gave a shit.
1: You know, I, I've always liked him, but I, I I quit giving a shit about him a while. As a matter of fact, this.
0: Bray Wyatt is probably one of the main reasons we're friends. <laughs>
1: you know what? You, you had the Bray Wyatt gimmick going. I did when you first started working long, with me at a job long, I got you fired from, and then got fired from myself. You, you had the whole Bray Wyatt laid hey, down. We both got unemployment. <laughs> And that, my friends, is the real winner. Hashtag unemployment. Go work at Tektronix if you want it. I'm I'm not touching that. Uh, We did get a match. Uh, Probably the best match. Like, if you're looking on paper and you see a rundown of matches you can have, you would stop at this match. You would gasp. You would salivate. Drool would be coming down. You're like, this is the match I want to see. Main eventing WrestleMania, we had Cena versus Fondango. <laughs> no, after getting multiple <laughs> fashion tickets for his jorts, his jorts and his shoes and his haircut. But the real star in here was not Fondango,
0: and it was not Cena. Breezy Bella, Breezy Bella. So at uh, first he comes out, and we're both like, why? This has nothing to pertain with the Miz situation whatsoever.
1: So, so explain to them. Explain to them when Fandango and Breeze comes out. What what do we see? Walk them through this.
0: Oh man, Fandango is in his captain's uniform. Tyler Breeze is dressed up to the tee as Nikki Bella, with the hair,
1: with the tits. I think he had some kind of ass implants put in there too. Some fake I think ass, so. yeah. ass cheeks. It was, it was great. It was something. It was reminiscent of the old
0: NWR, old DX almost, you know, where they'd, where they'd dress up and just be goofy as all hell. See, and that's where my unpopular opinion for the week <laughs> falls into play, as, as in my eyes, Febreze is my favorite tag team on the show today. I think they're just as entertaining, if not more, than The New Day, and they only have two guys.
1: And my popular opinion is I disagree with that strongly. You but can God disagree with it.
0: I love, I love the fact that they've been using the supermodel humor. They've been taking like jokes from um, Zoolander and recycling them for their own purpose, which fits them perfectly. Oh, yeah. that, that I mean, they're, they're working <laughs> with their strengths. I'll give you that.
1: Other than not letting uh, uh, Tyler Breeze perform well in his in-ring work. Right. Give Tyler Breeze 15 minutes in the ring. He'll make you happy just like Xavier Woods will make you happy with 15 minutes Page. yeah hey
0: he probably made Maddox happy too we just haven't seen that part yet Maddox looked pretty excited <laughs> wait I have a sound come, effect come, I was going to say how come we don't have our sound effects <laughs> up here What,
1: man we're, we're slacking off today we don't uh, have our sound we don't even have a boy I don't now, even have, now, have it now, loaded now. in give the creepy guy do the creepy guy we'll do that one
0: yeah, that works for Brad Maddox. He's pretty creepy. <laughs> he there you go, folks. Oh, my God. If you haven't seen, Brad Maddox has some classic promos he released. Oh yeah. Just, oh, yeah. It was a while ago yet, so it's hard to say it tied in, but it sure the hell sounds like it ties into it these It could
1: releases. have tied in. I personally don't think it If he's been planning
0: does, this for as long as it, I think he's been planning this, it could have very well tied into it.
1: Agree. I very much agree. And Brad Maddox is a pretty effed up mind anyways, I think. Who knows? Maybe he's actually having a, a meltdown. Maybe this is all a WWE work and we're falling for it. <laughs> they paid Page to fucking
0: Xavier Woods. Just to get more people, just to get the Pornhub community to watch WrestleMania this, for $9.99 on the WWE Network.
1: This whole thing's going to blow up and then Vince is going to have to come out on stage and he's going to go, it was, it was me all along! It was,
0: it was me, Xavier! It was me all along! <laughs>
1: <laughs> right in front of right in front of Paige's parents. Right right in front of Sweet Saraya and Ricky. He's just they knew nothing about it. It's just gonna be, it was me, it was me all along.
0: He comes out in a Maddox mask. <laughs> right? Yeah, rips the Maddox mask
1: off. <laughs> oh, I just love it.
0: You know one thing AJ Styles didn't love? What's that? Waiting out in the parking lot all night for Shane McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> this was good. Only to be told that Shane's in the ring waiting for him <laughs> at the end of the night. Multiple times throughout SmackDown, they cut to AJ Styles standing in the parking lot, waiting. We're like, what? Why is he doing this? Just like, just like the week before, waiting for that car to come up, that limo. And who was it? Byron Saxton who came out and told him? No, it, it
1: was uh, Mrs. Dean Ambrose
0: herself. Oh, there you go. She comes out and says, Shane's waiting for you in the ring. And he just looks confused, like, but I'm here in this parking lot.
1: Like, you'd almost think they didn't tell him this was going on, and they told him Shane was going to be driving up. And I don't know if it was a rib on him or what, but he, he looked legitimately surprised. and Confused and like, what the fuck? Why? Why? What? Huh? And they really didn't even have a reason for him being in that garage no. waiting.
0: Nope. I mean, they're... you just know he was there all night. It seemed like a rib. It almost seemed like a rib on the guy. And the best part was this is a far better parking garage than the one they used last week. Right. (laughs) With better camera angles and more open space. (laughs) Right, and I don't think any of the cars had had taped up fake glass in them. I mean, he could have thrown them through some real glass. That would have been even better. But (laughs) nope, nope. You've been standing out here all night. Now, please report to the ring where your boss is waiting for you.
1: So, needless to say... He, he makes Unless, of
0: course, we didn't catch something along the lines that maybe he was still fired and didn't have the right to enter the arena. Yeah, I, we I might have missed
1: something. That. You know, I mean, we we like every wrestling fan don't just sit and listen to every single. Especially word. when we're
0: watching wrestling together, then we're Oh we talk. It's we just laugh, like this. <laughs> we, we,
1: that, that, that's why we had this podcast. We were like, oh my gosh, we entertain each other so much. You guys have to love us. You have so, to. so now you have to love us I mean it, you, you have I'm sorry you have to you've, you've you have now gone into a law abiding contract that yes. you have to love us now just by by clicking the play button on here you now legally have to love us that's it, we, it's what we, it is we've
0: entered in your orifices we, we have we're
1: inside you right now
0: can you feel
1: it? Hopefully better than Page Feltwoods. <laughs> so then folks, we're gonna get this out of our system, but it, it may take a few months. But we I promise you, not every podcast is just gonna be page puns, but you gotta work with what you're given here, and we're giving this on a silver platter, okay? Right. So cut us some slack. Reading it right off the page. <laughs> Getting back to business. So so we get the long Video of AJ walking all the way from the garage to the ring. I And mean, I, I'm not exaggerating, folks. They literally show us him walking the whole time. The whole
0: time. But somehow he knows exactly what Shane's talking about whilst in the ring, waiting for him to get out to the to the ring. And
1: somehow that damn cameraman walking backwards never trips or hits anything. It boggles my mind that man needs a raise, folks. The, uh, the
0: cameraman for SmackDown is Gerard Butler <laughs> from the movie... Uh, London has fallen. <laughs> Just watch the beginning. You'll get what I'm talking about. I've to, give him Made the off of award. bourbon and bad decisions. Give him the Warrior That's Award. That's what the Beef podcast is made off of
1: as well. Hashtag bourbon and bad decisions. <laughs> AJ comes out. He apologizes to Shane. Like, he, he seems legitimately apologizing to him. He says it wasn't fair for him to say the things he said and to treat him the way he treated. He said, you're not like the other McMahons. You're special... <laughs> He didn't say what he meant by that, but he said that.
0: <laughs> right. It almost seemed like he was setting Shane up to attack him again, kind of. That's I I seen that. I was like, he's walking in there. Yeah, he's gonna He's tackle. taking himself very slowly, like calming down the situation. Actually, Just, I
1: I literally said Dick Kick City. So yep. I was expecting him to walk in, pow, punt in the balls. But Shane beat him to the punch. Not with the not with the Dick he, Kick he City. He literally beat him to the punch. To the shitty T-Rex arm punch. He he ran in there as AJ was getting in the ring and and mm-hmm. he and he tap 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 at him with those punches that only Shane can do Shane is an amazing uh, uh wrestler not a wrestler he's an amazing performer. showman he's yeah, an he's amazing a- performer. There you go. The man can't throw a punch to look believable to save your life. I don't know
0: what his problem is. It's the worst. It's the worst. It's like he has some kind of uh, nervous system disease that makes it so he can't properly function his arms. He cannot fully (laughs) extend the arm (laughs) for some reason. Like, literally, like a a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Oh, yeah, he reminds me of the
1: old Popeye cartoons (laughs) how Popeye would just roll his arms in the air and hit (laughs) Bluto over and over again. That's not the way physics work in real life. This isn't a Popeye cartoon cartoon but nonetheless he did and it was good it was good to see the passion out of shane it was good to see shane not be the commissioner or not be the gm not be in a place of authority just being a pissed off dude who wants to fuck this guy up and he deserves to oh yeah yeah after all the shit that he's done So he he starts wailing on him. AJ rolls to the outside. They tangle a little bit on the outside. Shane pulls off a really nice suplex on the outside. I was impressed with this suplex. Yeah,
0: I don't think I've seen Shane do anything quite like that.
1: Yeah, I didn't see this coming from Shane. That was really impressive. So then, uh, uh, AJ's kind of wobbled from the suplex. So he he lays him on the announce table. So we all know what's going to happen. Shane gets in the ring. He goes to the top turnbuckle. He 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 performs the flying elbow. Now I say performs the flying elbow. I do not say nails the flying elbow.
0: I don't think he connected really at
1: all. I think, you know, I think he might have hit, hit AJ's right arm a little bit, but he he hit a lot more table than he hit AJ. It definitely wasn't a macho man elbow. It definitely wasn't across the chest. Um he he tried.
0: Yeah, and and for the for the record, the E did get the right angles to make it their, their, cameramen, Decent. their yeah.
1: cameramen have been on point lately. They had to issue in the women's match a while back when, when her legs were under the ropes and they wouldn't show that half. And this one they were set up and they were ready for him to not make the jump. <laughs> I don't know if maybe he failed a few times practicing before, but they had him on the opposite end of the way Shane was coming so you really couldn't see how far he went.
0: Yeah. It looked like he connected with the elbow right in the crevice of, of, of- uh aj's armpit crashing through the table we both saw that it it was missed but it it still looks decent from the angles that they showed in the replays
1: and and you know what they can use it in the package uh, at wrestlemania right so they'll they'll have that shot
0: really right now that's all they're building up footage for is the package deals for wrestlemania that's what they're doing that's over half the show it's just watching the hour-long video of how this feud came to be.
1: Oh yeah, on on Monday the uh, Goldberg Brock Lesnar package looked great. I, I, it looked better than than the whole buildup has been. <laughs> yeah. so, I mean <laughs> WWE is good at, at building up them packages.
0: It's I mean, really hey. it's, it's it's nice when they can uh, take take a, a short match and make it longer with inside the package, <laughs> right? As in the, the Goldberg uh, Lesnar debacle at Summerslam. No, at at uh, at Summerslam.
1: SummerSlam, yeah, SummerSlam. Yep. There you go. No, it was. You know what? It was good for what it did. It sets up the the Mania match that that I am actually excited for, and most folks aren't. I think it's going to be a good match. I'm still waiting for a stipulation to be added.
0: I'm really hoping that they they go for more than five minutes. That's if they can give me if they can give me a 15 minute match. I don't care how slow paced it You're is. Talking about AJ and no, Shane, oh, are you talking? Oh, no, I'm talking. Now I'm oh. on Goldberg Leslie. <laughs> oh, I was back to AJ Shane. Okay. And I'm sorry. We're bouncing around here, folks. AJ <laughs> Shane, no, that will be one of the top matches. I mean. Yeah. Uh, you know, Shane's going to do some crazy top spots. We're hoping for a street fight, maybe something to take place in the parking lot.
1: Maybe a falls count anywhere, something like that. I mean, we already got an unsanctioned match with Triple H and, and Seth, so I can see how some folks would and say And it seems like lately
0: one show's been biting off the other just a little bit every week and, and improving on it, so I don't see why Correct. we wouldn't get that.
1: Correct. Uh, we'll have to see what happens. We'll actually have some WrestleMania predictions here in a little bit. Um, we're going to do talk about the Hall of Fame. We're running long here. We get to talking and we just keep going, folks, and we don't want to waste all of your time and we want to save some stuff. So we're, we're going to wait. There's got to at least be a celebrity induction into the Hall of Fame, so I think we'll wait on talking about the Hall of Fame, but I think we can definitely give you some WrestleMania predictions at least with the information we've got right now.
0: Yeah. I, I would I would have to assume that Almost every, if not every, WrestleMania match has been listed out for us. And so let's get on this WrestleMania
1: card. Uh, we're gonna do our predictions. Definitely, there's time for things to change. There's time for matches to be added. But it's a it's a pretty stocked card as it is. Um, maybe more p- matches than we need. I don't know. The last couple of WrestleManias have been so blessed long. Oh yeah, and they've underperformed. It, you know, it's hard to live up to what six, seven hours of pro. It's hard to live up to that. I mean, the Super Bowl has a hard time living up to to, to their time that they spend. You know, I'm, when you got people, human beings, writing this stuff, it's really hard to live up to that.
0: I yeah, yeah. I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping that we'll get some good stipulations in here where things can be more interesting. Uh, there's there's a lot of standout matches on this card as is. It's, it's sad there's a lot of matches I don't care about at all.
1: And, I mean, I mean, I don't think there's a WrestleMania in history that I've loved every match. Right, yeah. In yeah. fact, I think every WrestleMania in history there's been matches I've, I've just despised. And that includes the first few. The first two WrestleManias had really shitty matches other than the main events. Let's put it out there, folks. I'm, uh, that's the truth. And I, I'm a fan of them. I love them. I go back and watch them. My son's been watching them since he's a kid. Um, But, you know, uh, King Kong Bundy versus Hulk Hogan in the steel cage, that classic blue, thick, barred steel cage that I love, was my son's favorite match for years. And it's not a technical masterpiece, but, man, it was the huge King Kong Bundy. It was the immortal Hulk Hogan. It was in the cage. It was WrestleMania. What more can you? That's WrestleMania right there. So, uh, now that I'm past all that, so we know the New Day is hosting WrestleMania. We touched on that before. Not a whole lot to say. We know the controversy. They're going to be great hosts. They're they're basically the hype men. They are the flavor flave to WWE WrestleMania's public enemy, to Vince McMahon's Chuck D, if you will. (laughs) Um, that's the first time Vince McMahon and Chuck D have ever been mentioned in the same <laughs> sentence in the history of existence, folks. You heard it here on Beef Sticks Podcast first. <laughs> so going into that, we got the 2017 Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. And uh, we don't have a lot of contestants announced for this yet. Right now as of as of this recording which is on 322 20 2017 not 2007 <laughs> we're going back in time folks um 2017 anyways we've only got four contestants we got Mojo Rowley we got Apollo Cruz we got Kurt Hawkins and we got Big Show now we know there's going to be a bunch more added yet uh, where, do you, where do you go with this, Pasty? What, what are your thoughts?
0: Honestly, with the way things are going now, and and for saying the fact that Braun Strowman doesn't have a match at WrestleMania, I think we can expect to see him in. If he doesn't get a
1: match, he better be in this. Otherwise, if he's left off WrestleMania, that's a sin.
0: Now, this is a hard prediction for me, because Big Show has already won the inaugural Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royale. Um, no, Cesaro won oh. the inaugural,
1: but, but Big Show did win the second, second one. The second one. <clears throat> you are okay. correct, sir.
0: He won the second one, so I don't, I don't know if they'd give him a second win, but what I would like to see come out of this is Strauman and Big Show in the ring, staring each other down, seeds for a storyline. Somewhere along the lines, Big Show tosses him out. Maybe he gets pissed, jumps back in. And throws the big show out. I don't know, you know, it's WWE, they're gonna do what they do. A Hulk Hogan 92 Royal Rumble. <coughs> but I do feel like it would be poignant for Big Show to win this and, and to, to start um, a storyline for the passing of the torch, the giant torch, down to Braun Strowman. That's so, I, I would like to see Big Show take the win here. Um, I I
1: love everything you said except for the big show winning but yes, if that moment happens in that match <clears throat> I will enjoy it I, I will love it I think it's way too early in the inception of this uh, memorial battle royal for somebody to win it two times yeah. two times in a row albeit
0: but that's, if there was... that's also setting pace for their numbers and you know how the WWE is <laughs> with their numbers and their Boy, records it, and... they'll
1: use that for the next mania number <laughs> and yeah, I give you that Plus, one man
0: has won the ro- Battle Royal twice. <laughs>
1: Plus, if, if, if anybody's going to do it it, it, it should be Big Show. Not only is he this generation's giant. Remember, folks, way, way back in 1995 when he first came on the scene in WCW, he was billed as Andre the Giant's son.
0: Yes, he was. He was called I've the I've actually giant. had arguments with my own father <laughs> as to whether or not they're actually related.
1: He, uh, he had a... <laughs> Not making this up, folks. At Halloween Havoc, he had a monster truck sumo wrestling match against Hulk yeah, Hogan yep. on the top of a
0: skyscraper, <laughs> to which Hogan won. Afterwards. Nothing screams pro wrestling like a monster truck battle on top of a skyscraper.
1: Afterwards, the giant gets pissed, gets out. Him and Hogan tussle for a bit. Hogan throws the giant. Off of the top of the skyscraper, there's a bang. The camera shakes. Later that night, folks, the giant comes into the ring to mess up Hulk Hogan. The good old 90s. storytelling, yep. believable. '90s pro wrestling, you uh, gotta love it.
0: The Lake Monster, <laughs> the Lake Monster. <laughs> so, if you guys haven't watched <laughs> South Pra Regional Wrestling on YouTube, check it out.
1: You know, hopefully we get to that next week. We're we're spending a lot of time. We're probably going to say this every week. We're spending more time than we planned. We're going to have to knock stuff off. I want to talk about this because this is one of the best things that's happened in pro wrestling for a long time is the Southpaw Regional Wrestling. Dude,
0: how awesome would it be for us <laughs> to take this four-episode, maybe 20-minute-long entire series... And turn it into an entire podcast. Oh, we can do it. We can do it. You know, maybe
1: even we just record something to throw on YouTube as a bonus or something. You You know, it doesn't have to be on here. We'll give you our (laughs) boners. You get the boners, just like Paige. I'm I'm serious, folks. We will quit doing this. Um, I'm going to go with Braun Strowman. It's not very original. I know that. I think he's getting this huge monster push and the fact that he doesn't have a match at Mania. If he doesn't win it, I, again, come back to your idea. I like that. They need to do something substantial with Braun Strowman's right. role at WrestleMania. Give him something
0: he actually needs to
1: overcome. He needs to do something. If he doesn't win it, that's fine, as long as something comes out of it and we have a path for him to walk down. It's going to have to be a wide path, folks. But we need a path for him to walk down going into the future. Uh, Raw has tag team title match. Uh, triple threat match. Which, uh, they had the chance to make it a two-on-two, you know, one-team-versus-one-team match. And the Good Brothers stupidly attacked Enzo and Cass, who were on their team, and let Cesaro and Sheamus win, so it's still a triple-threat match. Horrible writing on Raw's end. Yeah. That was just, there was, there was nothing right about that. Nothing right at all. Going into it, where, where do you stand? Who, who's taking this one? Who's walking out as the WWE Raw Tag Team Champions?
0: From my standpoint, i got to look at who deserves it the most, and it's not Enzo and Cass. It is Fat Mac and Pasty White, you your Beef Sticks Tag Team. Yep, we're going to we're gonna jump in. We're just <laughs> going to snag the titles, and we're going to sprint away from the arena as fast as our chubby little legs will let us. <laughs> we'll be chafing by the time we get home, folks.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> fat man pro- hashtag Fat Man Problems. <laughs> no, I, I don't think Enzo and Cass will win it. I can't stand them anymore. I can't stand Enzo and I Amore. Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. So, my money's on on the good brothers holding on to it. I I just I don't see any point and purpose. I mean, maybe with Foley being fired Cesaro and Sheamus stand a chance. Maybe Foley comes and gets involved because as a triple threat match is build, it has no disqualification, there are no rules. And and You know, leads into a future prediction for later on in the night. I just think I think we're gonna see Foley at least once or twice during Mania.
1: Foley will show. He's getting that WrestleMania payday.
0: He's not letting that. He's got surgeries to be had.
1: He's getting that WrestleMania payday. Uh, Good brothers, I. You know what? It's hard to argue that. Um, Although out of out of all the teams, you know, it's it's they're pretty even right now. Uh, Enzo and Cass, I could I could see taking it. Although, as you said, I, I see Enzo getting more boos and Cass getting more cheers. I'm the opposite. I'm not a big Cass fan yet. Uh, I like him. But Once he learns I'm how not, to
0: speak, it'll be a, a different world. He has a hard time
1: talking on the mic. Um, Enzo I love. He's mediocre in the ring. Big Cass is the a ring. Paul Heyman guy. He's, yes, he is. <laughs> uh, uh, Enzo has the charisma. He has charisma for days. And charisma sells tickets. Um, but what I think is going to happen with Enzo and Cass, I think they're going to lose. I think, um, I think Cass is going to do something that, that gets them hurt and, and makes them lose the titles. I think going forward, Enzo is going to end up turning on Cass. Enzo turns heel, Cass' is face, they split up. Probably the best thing for Cass, probably the worst thing for Enzo, and I'm saying this as an Enzo fan. i see maybe that happening. I'm going to say Cesaro and Sheamus keep the tag belts I'm going to add an extra prediction and say they lose them on the following Raw to the Good Brothers. I think the Good Brothers come back. I think they get it. But I'm saying, walking away from WrestleMania, still your tag team champions, Cesaro and Sheamus. Then we go on. We got a Cruiserweight title match. This is my lock for match of the night. I think they're going to walk away with us talking about this match more than ever. Anything
0: It definitely deserves to be later in the show than what we're discussing right now. I'm hoping this lineup is not by any means the final lineup. Well,
1: you know, if they're smart, they might open with this. Because it's always good to open with a strong match. Either that, or maybe towards the middle, when uh, people are getting tired of this 15-hour pay-per-view, maybe you throw this in there and get everybody hyped. My fear is if you do that, everybody's already sleepy, everybody's already not into it. And as much as uh, uh, the the indie lovers know Neville and Aries, they're not the biggest name on the casual fans' mouths. And as we've seen the past few years, WrestleMania is aimed at the casual fan nowadays. It definitely is. It's not aimed at the hardcore fan. It's aimed at the casual fan. So I'm hoping they do it early on, just so it doesn't get shit on. Either that or, I mean, they, they need to place it strategically. Is what they need to do but like you said it deserves to be one of the higher build matches most definitely uh what do you think who's walking out the the cruiserweight champion the 205 champ the man with the amazing package you're talking about me and i'm not in the match who else do we got a <laughs> double austin Aries. a double austin aries the greatest man who ever lived folks you know what I've been a huge fan of Pac from the Indies, who is Adrian Neville. Uh, He was Pac before he came here. Uh, The man that Gravity forgot. And Austin Aries, uh, one of my favorite Ring of Honor champions ever, Austin Aries. If you haven't seen his work in Ring of Honor, uh, his mic work is golden. His in-ring work is platinum. The man is, is as close to the greatest man who ever lived in wrestling as there may be. I have to go with A double Austin Aries. I think he's walking out with it. I think it's good. I think it's going to bring eyes onto 205. I think he builds it up, and I think he uses this as a stepping stone to get into the U.S. or IC title picture, which in the future, again, I'm predicting in a few years we see Austin Aries as one of the world champions whether it's the WWE world champion or what is WWE heavyweight cha- what what do they call it now WWE heavyweight
0: champion
1: whether it's the heavyweight champion no, or whether it's not heavyweight it's, it's they're, they're dropping right? the weight
0: yeah it's world it's world
1: and universal he's going to be one of them the folks. Galactic. I'm saying that right now as long as as long as he doesn't step on any toes backstage as long as he doesn't piss off Triple H and get the golden shovel
0: He'll be your inter- intergalactic supreme ruler in no time. Damn right.
1: Silver Surfer will accompany him <laughs> to the ring. So we both got Austin Aries on that. I, I like that. I like yeah. it's hard. It's hard to argue that. Neville's been good. Right. Neville's been good. He's and,
0: better as a heel than as a face. Right. And that's where I think he loses the title. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him keep it just because he plays a good heel, but I think it, he'll be more driven as a heel. With all the titles. I'd like to see him chase it. I'd like to see a
1: few more matches with these two. I'd like to see other people brought in. You know, Rich Swan, I wouldn't mind seeing him brought into the mix. I mean, the sky's the limit with 205 Live. They're just starting it. They're
0: building it. They can go anywhere they want with it. I'm still waiting for my Cruiserweight tag team titles to pop up with Rich Swan and No Way Jose. No Way Jose.
1: So SmackDown Women's Championship match. Alexa Bliss has to defend against every SmackDown woman who's available to complete to compete. Not com well to complete, compete, do what the hell you want. Uh leaves it pretty open. From what we know, uh um, we're gonna have uh Natalia, we're gonna have Mickey James, we're going to have uh, uh, um, Becky Lynch,
0: Carmella, Carmella, Alexa Bliss. I
1: think it's them. I think it's. I think it's the five. It's it's Alexa Bliss, Natalya, Becky Lynch, Carmella, I'm still thinking Lynch, we Carmella, could see a uh, surprise
0: James. entrant. I'm I'm kind of hoping maybe Emma comes back here. The fact that it says yeah, everyone it who's still eligible, says everybody who's available to fight, so it's still open.
1: It is. Lena has not done any. Well, it's not Emelina, No,
0: nope. lena has gone. Emma's that was back. my favorite run of any superstar
1: ever. <laughs> Wasn't that something? That was great. They Actually, they made that waste of time worth it. I think they <laughs> did it right. For as many people as it pissed off, I think they did it right. I I'm okay with the way they did that, and and, and I'll take it. The, the whole Emma to Emelina, they they spend it months. Yes. Emelina's coming. Emelina's gonna be here. They spend it months and then she came out and just said "Emelina's done." <laughs> and that was all we had. Was was that? Uh so who do you think? Who do you think with these with these five contestants? They're they're all you know, you could almost see any of them taking it.
0: You know, I think the more people you have in in the match in general, the more the favor falls on Alexa Bliss as the champion to win it. She can just sit outside the ring, come in, you know, take a couple dicks while she's out there, come back in (laughs) with some clothes on, and and she could probably pull it off. She also has that that heel mentality about her that I see her doing, that staying out of the fight as much as possible, and letting everybody else kick the shit out of each other. That's A unique perspective.
1: I know most folks would say the more people you have in the match, the less chance uh, the, that the champion has of leaving with the title. Yeah,
0: but I don't read it how they tell me to read it. I read it how they write it. I hear, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. <laughs> and
1: like you said, that's a perfect heel move to do. That's a, a Jericho Royal Rumble right. thing to do. Um, sit out there and let everybody... You know what? I ain't even going to lie. When I'm in a triple threat match in my WWE 2K17 uh, storyline mode... First thing I do is get out of the ring and let them beat the hell out of each other until they're both in the red. And then I come in and I fight them. Get out of the ring, (laughs) throw some weapons
0: in there, give them some some ideas.
1: So I definitely hear it. Um, You know, you got to wonder, they're trying to do something with Carmella and her and James Ellsworth. I don't think Carmella's going to get it. Mickey James came back. I think she's here to put the younger talent over. I don't see Mickey James getting it. Natalia could be the dark horse. Natalia could be the one who comes in. She deserves it. She hasn't had it in so long. She's got this heel character going, which is over more than she's been in, in, in almost a decade, if she's even been here a decade. I think it's too late to put the uh, championship on her. And you got day. Becky Lynch, who at any moment could be champion. I mean, there, you can never count out Becky Lynch. I'm, I'm going to go the opposite of what you said. I'm gonna say Natalia leaves with it. I'm gonna say she gets a short run. I'm gonna say she's a transition champion. Yeah, but I'm gonna say Natalia gets it from Alexa Bliss, and maybe somebody like Carmella gets it from Natalia. I don't know. Ugh. But that's what I'm going with. I'm going with Natalia. I'm I'm, I'm sticking to it. Natalia, put my stamp on it.
0: See, uh, yeah, I'm gonna say Alexa Bliss unless there's a surprise entrant, and then and there still could be there, whoever there still whoever be. the surprise is. Know, then they then could bring that's they could
1: bring is. somebody up from NXT. You never know who deserves to come up from NXT. Well, Oscar deserves it, but Oscar she can't. she's not going to it, and, and I mean, she shouldn't, and she shouldn't. Ember Moon again like, also deserves it, but she shouldn't come up from NXT. Um. Isn't crazy Mary Dobson still in developmental right now? Could she yeah. come up? Could she bypass NXT and come up to the main roster? I
0: don't know. Do you think she deserves to bypass NXT? I think NXT is a very it's a I it's a good o- point for you to get to. Before I think, you think I'm the okay
1: roster. with her doing that cuz she's she's a veteran in her own right. It's no different than if Samoa Joe... I suppose it would make NXT. sense as to why
0: she hasn't had any TV time since being signed. Right, Cause she's been You'd think she would have been while. ready
1: real real fast. I thought she was going to be insanity, and then they got this this broad I can't stand on there.
0: With that thick accent, and the chewing on the ropes. That's why they got her to change the ropes every three segments, because <laughs> she chews through them. Women are chewing on the ropes, and Brad Maddox is spooging on titles,
1: and it's just, can we have some sanitation in this place? Damn it. No y'all, wonder everybody's got the flu. Y'all bitches dirty. Y'all bitches. <laughs> Ain't that the <a> truth? <laughs> so we go we go we go from that to the uh IC Championship match which was just made official uh yesterday on SmackDown. We've got Dean Ambrose, the Lunatic Fringe Against the Lone Wolf, Baron Corbin. What you got to say?
0: Oh, Baron Corbin takes it. You got Baron Corbin. I think Dean Ambrose doesn't need to have a title. And I think I've said that for a long time. He's better off chasing a title. And just, he hasn't done it for me since he's had the world championship. You know,
1: Dean Ambrose, every time he's had a title, he has underperformed. Yeah. He's great at chasing... He's horrible at being a champion. Yeah. At, at least in WWE. In WWE, he's horrible at being a champion. And when he was in the uh, when he was in the Shield and he was IC champion, what, he defended it twice and had it for six months or something. And those matches weren't even great. Right. I I don't like it. I don't think he needs it. I think he can do fine on his own. I I'm with you. Let's build Baron Corbin up. Let's make him the monster. Let's do something with him. I'm still not committed 100 to baron corbin but he's got the potential and this could be this could be where he becomes a star this could be the beginning of the corbin era
0: ever since the build to elimination chamber i've been falling behind corbin more and more every week i think he's got what it takes to be the next triple h maybe i'm still trying to figure out what i'm calling him the next and i hate that i have to do that but it's the easiest way to get he around it. He doesn't have
1: to be the next anything. Plus, I don't want anybody to be the next Triple H because I'm not high on Triple I just, H at all.
0: Thank God for Baron Corbin and not Elias Samson. <laughs> <laughs> there you go.
1: I'm with you there. Thank heavens that Baron Corbin got this push and not Elias Samson because we did not need the the loan the loner
0: the the, the, um, drifter. the drifter the drifter the drifter. Burr. Did you All see right. when he came back with the Mexican mask and he was, um... God damn it. Los Grifter or something yes. like that? Yeah. <laughs> Los Megabond. At
1: least, at least they tried. I'll give them credit. They tried. <laughs> okay, then we got the match that got everyone talking. We have John Cena and Nikki Bella versus The Miz and Marie.
0: Yes. Two of America's favorite power couples... Coming together in a battle of the tits, battle of the tits, <laughs> and
1: battle of the dips. No, you know you got you got two of WWE's um, actors. What do you? I don't want to call them main. Well, I guess they're their big stars as far as WWE films go. You got Scooby Doo, John Cena, and The Miz. They've kind of started in, in most of the movies that they do. So you, you got the movie star aspect. You got the reality TV that that Nikki Bella's on, that Maurice got Jewed out of, allegedly. Um, uh, Talking Smack was not the first time that has been brought up before. I know other women have talked about how Nikki Bella talked him out of doing the show and then ended up getting the show. So this, I mean, this isn't the first time. That was reality being brought in again. Whether it's true or not, this story has been bounced around that Nikki Bella talked a lot of girls out of doing the total divas thing, only to come back in and become a star role in it, so there could be some truth behind this uh, this little heat
0: that they have. Uh, that's the best way to play it, you know. Bring real life into the show, and uh, as much as I don't like this reality TV angle, and I don't like the intergender tag team match, I actually think this is going to be one of the the better matches of WrestleMania. I. I'm looking forward to the Miz and Maurice winning, and us being able to say goodbye to John Cena and Nikki Bella for quite a substantial amount of time. <laughs> so, so your vote
1: is on uh, Miz and Maurice, huh? I think You're so. On that? I'm, I'm Unless going...
0: John Cena proposes,
1: then they win. I'm going with Super Cena on this. <laughs> I'm saying Super Cena and Nikki win. I'm saying Nikki pins the Miz. Um, which is against WWE's rules, but WWE enforces their rules right, on, uh, on a day-to-day match-by-match second-to-second. Yeah, basis. as long as
0: they're not actually physically fighting, I don't see any reason she couldn't bend so him. I'm, I do not see Maurice getting in the ring and fighting Nikki Bella. I, I see her getting in the ring and running out of the yeah, ring, getting in the and ring and, and tagging right away, or yeah, getting chased around the outside. Yep,
1: I, I'm with you there. Um, you know, you, you couldn't find two more opposite folks than John Cena and The Miz. The Miz, the former reality star. Here we go talking about reality TV. But uh, but the former reality TV star come in, brought in. He didn't really... I mean, he was a fan. There, there's no People give him a lot of shit. He was a fan of wrestling. But he came in. He, he didn't take the normal route to get in. Some would say he kind of slipped in the back door. He, he came in here. John Cena, the workhorse from the beginning, he... He started. He he wasn't Roman Reigns, folks. He started out with a shit gimmick. He started out with Vince McMahon not knowing who he was. Um, uh, y- you know what? Um, um Y2J. uh um, uh, talk is Jericho. If anybody listens to talk is Jericho, he was just talking to Mick Foley actually about how he had a match with John Cena. This was before John Cena's thugonomics stage. Like this was early John Cena. And he told Vince, he said, Vince, we have to change the the end of this match. Cena has to go over. And Vince said, well, why why do you want him to go over? And and Jericho said, this guy has something. You can do something with Cena. It's not going to help me to go over, and I'm not going to be hurt by losing to a nobody. But it's going to make Cena's career if you can just let him get over and go with him. He's got it. So Vince didn't even see anything in Cena to begin with. This was not Roman Reigns. As much shit as we give Cena, he earned his spot where he is now. He he was the the cliched first to to come to work, last to ring, to leave the ring. You know, I mean, he he was everything that that you look for in a hungry superstar. And the Miz kind of just got in because he was on the Real World, so you couldn't find two more different folks. I, I'm i going with John Cena and Nikki Bella, though. Super Cena, Super Nikki, end up winning it, end up taking it home. I think Maurice is done as an honor, or at least involved. I think she might, you know, escort Miz to the ring, but I, I think Maurice doesn't want to be an in-ring competitor, and yeah. I think this is the end of that.
0: Yeah, I can see that being the end of it. She doesn't really, I kind of feel like she pulls Miz back more than she benefits him anyway.
1: Dude, last week he was feeding her her lines in front of us. Yeah, she holds him back. He literally was telling her everything to say. She looked like
0: she was even having her a uh, hard time on the scripted portion of this week's SmackDown. Oh, with yeah. The, with the total Bella's... Like I said, vanity. I
1: didn't even care for it when it was her doing Nikki and Brie. And as soon, as soon as you see Miz come out to the... I was sold. I was loving it. I was marking out on the couch. I was giddy as a schoolgirl. I, I was loving it. So, yeah. He doesn't need Maurice. She doesn't really add anything. Other than she can help him cheat.
0: Right. Which he can do which, on his own. Yeah. He's good at cheating. Yeah. Miz is
1: good at cheating. Uh, I don't. There's not a whole lot else to say about this, is there?
0: Nah. Other than if you want to predict whether or not Cena proposes to Nikki at the end. You know what? I I'm saying no. I mean, you all heard
1: how what I want to happen? I'm saying no. He doesn't propose to it. They don't bring real reality into this at all. And I think they're just playing everyone or everyone's
0: just coming up with their own story. What did you did you say what you wanted? I don't think he does if they lose. And like I said, I'm predicting they lose. So I'm Big ups to and Maurice. I'm hoping you guys pull through. Do it for me. I'm always right anyway. So. Beefstick
1: says he doesn't propose. <laughs> uh, U.S. title match. This this is probably the match on the card that I'm the most invested
0: in as as a fan. Yeah, definitely. They could take the United States Championship and just hand it off to anybody and still have this match. And it could be one of the top caliber matches of... This or any WrestleMania in the last handful of years. Chris Jericho versus Kevin Owens. What happens? What what Man. happens? Where do you go with this? What happens? Uh, Chris Jericho's got his tour with Fozzie coming up, so we know he's out. I think Kevin Owens wins it. I think Kevin Owens wins it, and it builds into a story where Samoa Joe says, Hey, I want your title. I I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yep, and I think that's... I mean, where else are you going to go with this? You're not going to put them in a tag team together. No, no. So, so uh, you know, Joe's the destroyer. All Kevin Owens was, was Triple H's middle guy. Kevin's the prize fighter. He's the prize fighter, yes. But he's he's been Triple H's middle guy. He, Triple H was getting rid of Rollins. He needed somebody to put it on. He put it on Kevin Owens. But now Joe's here. Joe is definitely Triple H's main focus. Well, like we talked about
1: earlier, they just kind of forgot that Kevin Owens and Triple H had anything to do with each other. Like, they haven't been brought up at all, as if Triple H didn't just hand Kevin Owens the fucking Universal title to begin with. We don't hear about that anymore. Yeah, they seem to...
0: WWE writing. They just expect us to forget shit. Right, but we don't. Right? Not not us not hardcore fans. Right.
1: You know, I... I I'm i with you. We know Jericho's leaving. We're We're 99.9% sure of that. We know he'll be back, but I think... Jericho does the honors going out as an old school guy would. He drops to Kevin Owens. I think Kevin Owens remains heel. He's U.S. champion. And you know what? I didn't think of it till you said it, but I could see Joe wanting a shot at the title. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it could even be something as much as Joe wants a shot at the Universal title. And Triple H says, well, you know, you just came up from NXT. I'm not going to just give you that but why not take a shot at the US title and and Triple H almost plays plays chess player and, and and maneuvers these pawns around to his own whim there you go you know he he's Vince 2.0 so he loves to play god
0: that he does stealing Mick Foley's catchphrase multiple <laughs> times yeah not discussing it with Stephanie so she stole it too which which has made it awkward then <laughs> yeah, at yeah. that point <laughs>
1: Yeah, I you know other than what we already talked about, I don't have a lot to say about this. I, I I don't mean that in a bad way. We've just talked a lot about these two already that I think you you know how we feel <coughs> about this. So I we're both going Kevin Owens for the win, walking out US champ.
0: Hands down. And it's going to be a good fight. The it's US gonna Championship is
1: is going to be all the better for. It. Yeah, yeah, this is going to be amazing. The psychology is going to be amazing. The in-ring work is going to be amazing. The shit talking during the match is going oh, yeah. to be oh, amazing. Yeah. And the follow-up, you know, they're, they're gonna... Chris Jericho ain't leaving that arena and then never being seen again. We're gonna see him on Raw. It's gonna be a hell of a segment on Raw with Kevin Owens taking the title from Y2J. It's gonna make a great segment. For sure.
0: What else do we got? We've got the Raw women's champion Bayley versus Charlotte Fair versus Sasha Banks versus Nia Jackson, a fatal four-way match. I'm thinking this is going to be more than a fatal four-way match, or or it stays a fatal four-way, and somehow um,
1: Dan Brooke, Brooke
0: gets involved, takes out Charlotte Flair, and then that builds up a rivalry for the future, but I think we're going to see Charlotte kind of pulled away from the title picture in this match. Personally, Nia Jax ain't going to take it, because everybody's going to team up against her. They've all teamed up together in the past for various reasons, and Bailey versus Sasha. I think that's what it'll come down to at the end, as Bailey, Bailey versus Sasha. Sasha. Maybe Bailey keeps it, and Sasha. It's it's so hard to call this one. I just know Charlotte's not taking it. I don't think Nia Jax is taking it. <coughs> Maybe it would make sense for Sasha to take it and then turn
1: heel. Well, you know, you know, since the women's revolution, WWE has invested so much into caring about the women's division that we get two women's matches at WrestleMania and they're both, let's just throw every fucking woman we have in one match and get it the fuck over with because we have to have a women's match. Yeah, hashtag women's revolution right there. Yeah. I'm very disappointed in this women's revolution. It started off strong and it's gone to shit. Um, I'm predicting it becomes a fatal five way, uh, SmackDown has the five women. Uh, even though we said previously, it's open to another woman coming in. I don't think it happens. I think it's going to be five in SmackDown. And I think Dana Brooke gets add to the, uh, raw one and we get five on raw. That being said, I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to say Nia Jax wins the title. She's the beast, and I'm with you. They're going to team up on her. I think they do that right away, team up on her. And, and then, and then she spends about. a lot of time out on the ringside and recuperates, and everybody does that, da 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 to themselves and all of that. I think Nia Jax comes in. I think Nia Jax pins Sasha Banks. I think she wins the title. I think Sasha Banks, the boss, turns heel again, which she needs to. The boss is a heel. She's mm-hmm. not a face. You're not called the boss because you're a face. You don't win the title as the boss and say, oh, I'm so happy and I've worked so hard. You come out winning the title as the boss and you say, this is my title. It always has been. And she's been holding it for me. Now it's where it belongs. I want to see that Sasha Banks come back. I want to see NXT Sasha Banks Nia Jax wins the title. She goes on to feud with Sasha Banks. And I think Sasha Banks wins it at the next pay-per-view. I think Nia is a placeholder champion. I don't like to see Nia be a placeholder champion. I think she is. Then I think she goes back to dominating somebody else who isn't involved in the title picture. Yeah,
0: right now isn't Nia's time. They're still building her...
1: She's not like most girls. (laughs) (laughs)
0: I think, I think it could be a pretty good match, and like I said, I'm looking forward to Dana Brooke getting involved and taking out Charlotte, pulling her away from the title picture, yes. which needs to be done. She's had her time.
1: Yeah, she needs to step away for a bit. She, she'll always come back to it, um, deservedly so or not. I'd say probably, yes. I don't think she's as good as everybody hypes her up to be, but yeah, she, she's good, and she deserves to come back to it, but she can step away for a while. She can do more with her character, not having to be the champion. Yeah. Uh, and and you know I just I, I I'm hoping both for SmackDown and Raw I'm hoping the women are hungry enough and pissed off enough that they're stuck in these matches that maybe they come away with the sleeper match of the night maybe they outperform all the men and say you know what we were headlining a pay per view just a few months ago. Now you're shitting on us at WrestleMania. We're gonna show you why we're supposed to be headliners.
0: What was it? Just one short year ago, that Bailey and Sasha had the best match at Takeover, and it was better than anything. Yeah, roughly a year ago. Was, um,
1: uh, oh, was it two years was ago? Was it now? two? Oh my god! It could have been two years ago. My mind but
0: either way, my mind. they had the best match out of the entire weekend.
1: Oh yeah easily, out of the entire weekend,
0: But overall, I would like to see Bailey retain the title and all of this to prove that she deserves it, and she deserves her place. I'd like to see Sasha turn heel. I'd like to see Charlotte be pulled away, and Nia Jax. If she loses, that just fuels the fire. Right. Oh, definitely. And it, it might bring out more of the beast in her. Yeah, and I think she needs that. She's, she's getting there. She's not there yet, and I'm afraid to see her as champion, because who's supposed to take her out? She's not there yet. I will give
1: you that. She's not there yet. Um, but the sky's the limit for that woman. Definitely. We also have Shane McMahon versus AJ Styles. The, the match that very few on the internet seem to be in favor of and I think is going to be a great match.
0: I'm sorry. I'm in the minority. Hey, uh, Shane's never had a bad match.
1: No, he doesn't. He never. He puts always on a entertains. Scientific, yeah, he never puts on a scientific clinic. <laughs> But you never walk away disappointed.
0: But then again, AJ Styles is an in-ring general. He's a leader, and maybe he can bring something out of Shane that we've never seen before.
1: You know, AJ Styles can carry a mop to an amazing match. Shane McMahon is no slouch, and this isn't his first WrestleMania. So these two should put on, at very least, a good match.
0: At very least, a WrestleMania-worthy match. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this, this definitely has WrestleMania written all over it. I mean, the build-up has been kind of lackluster. But it's been good in the points where they need it to be.
1: It's kind of... I, I can see where you're saying lackluster, but they have been, in a way, building this for months and months. Yeah. Because AJ's been feuding with Shane for months and months. He, they've never been the main story, but they've been at each other for a long time now.
0: And I think that's what drives it home, too, is it's, it's a story that... That, that's been there, but it kind of came out of nowhere at the same time. Uh, I know there's a lot of people who would rather see AJ Styles fight anybody else.
1: I've heard Nakamura. I've heard
0: Samoa Joe. Those, don't get me wrong. Those or are because,
1: both five-star matches I'm, right I'm there. I'm definitely hoping we oh, see yeah.
0: Nakamura versus Styles maybe next year, Mania. <laughs>
1: Nakamura, Joe. AJ Styles, Joe. AJ Styles, Nakamura, Joe. That could be the new AJ Styles Christopher Daniels Joe. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? I mean that I mean that match still lives on in, in, in infamy. Who knows what you get? Um, you know, look at Shane McMahon versus uh, the the new Hall of the soon to be Hall of Famer Kurt Angle back of King of the Ring two thousand one. I'm I'm pulling that year. Sounds to be the right time. Out of the back of my head? That was an awesome match. Again, Kurt Angle is is a chain wrestling god. Shane McMahon is not known for that. And those two put on a match that folks still talk about today. Shane's entertaining. Kurt Angle's entertaining. Shane's entertaining. AJ Styles is entertaining. Not only is he amazing in the ring, he is entertaining. These two are going to put on the best match these two can put on together and you're not going to walk away disappointed. Right. might not be the best match of the night. It's going to be in your top three, folks. I'm putting that right out there. It's going to be in your top three.
0: And everybody in the WWE Universe is looking forward to seeing what Shane jumps off of this time. Oh,
1: what's what's he going to do? What's he What's he going to jump off of? What's he going to go through? Where Where is he going to end up? Right. I mean, <laughs> you never know with Shane. You never know. But for WrestleMania, they've... They already have a plan for an for an OMG moment, as WWE calls it. They have a plan for an OMG moment. They, they've got it already in the books. They've already been rehearsing it. Somebody's sketching it out. <laughs> fucking panel for panel as if this, this were a comic book or an animated short. Who knows?
0: One. Maybe they got CGI all lined up and he'll be vaporized by lasers.
1: Pyros <laughs> and Vanguard <laughs> 1 shows up. The dilapidated <laughs> boat. Nobody knows. Dude... AJ Styles versus
0: Shane McMahon at the Hardy Compound would be amazing. <laughs> Has nothing to do with the Hardy Boys. They just rent out the compound. Let's right? do that.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm down with that right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think so. Y- you know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take the the route less traveled. I'm gonna say Shane McMahon wins this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a he bold loses prediction. most of his matches. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a Shane. very bold prediction
0: here, and I'm gonna say. We all win, no matter who wins. We all win. (laughs) Ain't that the truth. You ain't fucking copping out out of this shit, though.
1: (laughs) It's a good heartfelt moment. We'll put a hashtag on it. Give us your fucking answer.
0: (laughs) Shane's the boss, man. I think he's got a lot more to lose than AJ does. If AJ wins, then then he runs the ship, basically, you know? He's the face that runs the place. Right. We don't need that. We need, I don't know, SmackDown needs stronger leadership. And I think Shane's going to take it. Especially losing to Taker last year. It's, it's time for Shane to pick one up. I'm not going to lie. I'm surprised to hear you say that. Folks, we, we haven't
1: talked about this ahead of time. We're doing this right now off the cuff. We, we haven't discussed our prediction. I'm surprised you're picking Shane. I thought you were going to pick AJ all the way.
0: Yeah, no, I, I mean, if it, if it turns out to be a just a standard match, then, yeah, obviously the odds are in AJ's favor. But I oh, don't yeah. think it's going to be. I think we're going to have a street fight. <coughs> it sounds right up Shane's alley. Definitely. And AJ's no, no stranger to some street fights himself,
1: because... Uh... He's put on some a hell of matches in the past.
0: It's going to be good. I just think AJ loses. He comes up short, you know, and then maybe bows out to Raw. Because the rumor mill has it that, that that's where he's headed. Right. Um.
1: So I'm going to go here, and I'm going to put the SmackDown WWE Championship in the place I think it's gonna it deserves to be. Which is not in the top two <laughs> matches. I'm sorry. So we have Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton for the WWE Championship. Uh, These are two SmackDown guys. Uh, Great build-up. Perhaps the best build-up. Close to the best build-up of WrestleMania right now. Uh, Some of the best work of, of both these men's careers. Pasty White, what do you got?
0: I think Bray Wyatt needs to win this one. I think he's lost at so many pay-per-views that he's been you know, down and out. And They've recently built him up uh, with what happened on SmackDown this week with uh, Luke Harper coming out and saying that, that Sister Abigail wanted this to happen so that Bray could unleash his true potential. I think we're going to see Bray at his best, and I'm really hoping he pulls this one out usually usually i pick these <laughs> i pick these by how they're writing them right and i pick it by how i know they're gonna write it out and so any other any other pay-per-view i would say randy orton would beat bray wyatt yeah it'd be a shoo-in definitely but i think here and now and with this story i think bray wyatt wins i think he has to win
1: yeah when we were talking about raw i i said that his greatest weakness was pay-per-view matches and i'm not lying uh Bray Wyatt cannot catch a break at pay per views or or at the big payoff.
0: Right, he'll win Anything. some pay per
1: view right. matches here and there, but he'll win the fast lane pay per view and he'll lose the Royal Rumble pay per view. Yeah. Like he never comes out on top. But you're right. I, he they've they've got the buildup. They've got the chance to reboot Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. Um, Hollywood's rebooting everything under the sun. WWE has the chance to reboot Bray Wyatt. And you know what? I think they're building it up. Randy Orton desecrated his church. Randy Orton defiled his maternal figure in Sister Abigail. Randy Orton soiled Bray Wyatt's faith. And Bray Wyatt needs this comeback. He needs to come in there fired up hellfire and brimstone and destroy Randy Orton. I don't mean that as I want a squash match because I don't. I want Randy Orton to fight back. I want to see the punt come back in this one. Yes, I want to see multiple RKOs but I want to see multiple Sister Abigails. I want to see centon backsplashes. I don't want any interference. I want this to be one-on-one. Bray Wyatt has to walk away as champion. You can't let Randy Orton get this. Randy Orton isn't losing any more momentum than he's already lost. Yeah, right. Bray right. He has Wyatt... nothing
0: to lose if he loses to Bray Wyatt.
1: Bray Wyatt, Wyatt uh, can't afford to lose any more momentum because they start-stop this guy worse than a female Asian driver in a fucking <laughs> freeway, okay? It, it can't happen. Bray Wyatt has to take this one. I'm with you. Give it to Bray. And start him on a... I want to say a new path. Keep the Bray Wyatt character... Mm-hmm but let's reboot him. Let's give him something a little different. Something let's where he take needs no one. Yeah, let's take away the followers, but keep that, that that Mankind, Undertaker, Kane sort of stigma about him. It works. It can work. It's worked in the past. And Bray Wyatt, come on. This is Mike Rotundo's son. He can make this shit work. He's got pro wrestling in his blood, and just give him the chance to just
0: own it, you know? Yeah. No, he definitely, he deserves it. He's deserved it since the Wyatt family came into the WWE. They, they've
1: they pussyfooted around with him enough. They need to go all the way with him. If it isn't going to work, let him be the one who fails. Don't hold him back because you think it might not work. Give it all to him. And if he can't handle it, he can't handle it. And then we'll know. Right. So then I'd say we've got the the uh, universal championship match, Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar. Now, it's hard to say what match is going to finish the pay-per-view. Is it going to be Undertaker versus Roman Reigns, or is it going to be Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar? What do you think?
0: I think it's going to be Seth versus Triple H.
1: Seth versus Triple H, you think? Is Notice
0: going to how hit. that's not on this list either because it's unsanctioned, you
1: know, folks. We're we're uh, we're reading <laughs> we're reading all of these off of the WWE um, official WrestleMania website, so these are all the official matches. You're right, Seth Rollins, Triple H isn't in there. What? what what, what should we talk about next? We've got Goldberg Lesnar, we've got Taker
0: Reigns, and we've got Seth Triple H. Where where do we go from here? What do you want to get into? You what? know, I think the order it should go since we just had Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton. I think we got to talk about the Universal Championship, and I think that will be coming right afterwards. So we got Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar.
1: You know, I uh, as far as putting putting. Putting names on a marquee, going out there and putting posters up, going on radio shows and talking about your upcoming event, going on Good Morning America and selling tickets. This is what brings the folks in. This will work, Goldberg, Brock Lesnar, you can't blame WWE for giving them this match. You can hate on it all you want. You can hate on Goldberg all you want. You can hate on Lesnar being a part-timer all you want. This is what is going to sell the tickets. This is what's going to sell the network subscriptions. And for the three people who are still buying pay-per-views, this is what's (laughs) going to sell the pay-per-view to those three people. I'm not saying this is the match I'm looking forward to the most. I'm telling you it's not the match I'm looking forward to the most. This is the smart business choice to have this match.
0: Any casual fan will want to watch WrestleMania hearing about this. Oh,
1: yeah. Folks folks who haven't watched wrestling since the 90s will at least be asking people about this match if they're not ordering it themselves, if they're not buying in... To the network, which I think is again free in WrestleMania yeah, month, it which is still a stupid business model I can't fathom them doing, but whatever. Those are the folks that are going to get that free subscription and then not
0: renew it. <laughs> Sorry. Right. See, and that's what I don't get. He's pandering, Vince is pandering to all these casual fans who only come around once a year, yep. but expects them to buy into the, to, to the network. You're not going to keep the network for more than the month of Mania. Not the casual fans. No. no, no, no.
1: Not the folks just getting it to see Goldberg Lesnar. Right. No way.
0: They just—that's all they want to see. Goldberg Lesnar. Yep. They want to see, you know, maybe Undertaker fight. They you wanna... give
1: them the free month before WrestleMania with the build-up to WrestleMania, and you charge them for
0: WrestleMania. Come yeah. on, any yeah. businessman will tell you that. And Makes Vince some is money. A smart
1: businessman.
0: By the way, guys, if you want to hear our next podcast, it'll be
1: nine ninety nine. Nine ninety nine for your beef stick pleasure. <laughs>
0: folks that's not gonna happen
1: oh but feel free to send us a check for 9.99 right
0: we'll we'll take it well one day we'll have a patreon open too for anybody who (laughs) wants to contribute on a monthly basis like a subscription fee we'll have all kinds of other stuff but that's another day another time so what do we got we got goldberg lesnar Um,
1: Before we get going, I am going to say there are reports that WWE is very interested in re-signing Goldberg for another year contract. And that Goldberg is very interested in signing a limited date contract.
0: He's only doing this so his autistic son can one day be in the WWE. Hey, let him have
1: it. Why not? (laughs) I'm all for it. I want to see an autistic WWE champion. I'm okay. I don't even mean that jokingly. You know what? I have a few friends with uh, autism and Asperger's disease, and these people remember and memorize everything in the world. They're going to put on an A-plus point-to-point match. They're going to hit every move. They're going to know exactly what to say in the promos. Why can't we? Why can't we? I, I I have no problem with it. I would love to see it. I would love to see it. But that's beside the point. Let's go on here. Goldberg Brock Lesnar. Where 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 do you land? Which camp do you land in?
0: I'm a Paul Heyman guy. You're through a Paul and through. Guy. So I got to say Brock Lesnar is the rightful champion of the universe. Champion of the universe. And it's just it's going to lead into just an amazing evolution for Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar both. I think the egos are going to kick up more. I think it's going to be Far more intense than it ever has been in the past.
1: They could both use a change. That's for sure. They've kind of been the same. I will say, this has been a nice change for Brock right. Lesnar. He's, he's the one chasing. He's the one who's not dominating. He's the underdog coming into the... Holy shit. Who would have thought a year ago, two years ago, <laughs> who would have thought when we seen him uh, uh, introduce John Cena to Suplex City that we'd see a WrestleMania where 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 he... Brock Lesnar,
0: the conqueror, is the underdog yeah, going he's, into he's it. definitely wow. not the favorite to win, but I'm still siding with my side. I don't know. WWE Suplex can do City. some
1: things right. I'll give them that. And I and, just,
0: and they have done this right. We all know Goldberg doesn't have stamina. We know Brock Lesnar can actually go for
1: a while. Correct. I'm, I'm not expecting much out of Goldberg. In his prime, a 15-minute match was asking a lot. Now, to be fair, he could have been doing a lot of cardio in this time he's been gone. He has his own gym. He spends a lot of time in the gym. Um, We haven't seen it from from everything we've seen. All the evidence we've been given, WWE is trying to mask the fact he has no stamina because everything's been less than a minute, so we don't know. I, I got to go Brock Lesnar. Even with Goldberg sticking around, I think Goldberg will make uh, a few appearances. I think he'll face your John Cena's, your Roman Reigns. Uh, my guess would be his last match in WWE will be against Roman Reigns. Yeah, spear and Roman Reigns spear. is going to fuck him up and he's going to win with a spear <coughs> and not the Superman punch. Yeah. That's what I'm going with. I see Goldberg This this is what I see. I see Goldberg spearing Roman Reigns. I see him picking him up for the jackhammer. And Roman Reigns is in the air. And I see Roman Reigns hitting him with the Superman punch. Goldberg staggering backwards. Roman Reigns hitting the spear, getting the one, two, three. That's how I see Goldberg leaving WWE. Why not do it? That puts over the young guy. Hey, I just booked it right there. G- give me a better booking for Goldberg's last match. I just came <laughs> up with this just now half drunk. Okay? Goldberg Cut versus some Triple But um, I'm going to say Brock Lesnar. I say Brock Lesnar walks away the champion of the universe. So where do we go from there? Now we got Undertaker, Roman Reigns, and we got Seth Rollins, Triple H. Neither one's for a title, but arguably both are for something bigger than the title. right? Um, uh, You know, I got conflicting issues in my head. One says, Triple H is an egomaniac. He has to go on last. And the other says... They love Undertaker, and they suck his balls, and he's going to go on last. They love Roman Reigns, they suck his balls, and he's going to (laughs) go on last. You know, there's two ball suckings against one ego. Does Undertaker Roman Reigns close out the show?
0: I kind of think so.
1: So then, let's go to the Seth Rollins-Triple H match. Where do you see that going? What do you see happening there?
0: Oh, man. I expect this to be the match of the night. I, uh, it's, it's going to be brutal. It's non-sanctioned. So there's nothing they can't do. And there's no responsibility for the company. And it's not even on their official WrestleMania lineup, Right. So. <laughs> Which
1: surprises me. It surprises me. They go that far right. in kayfabe to actually that's, leave it off of that. That's good. I'm glad you pointed out because I probably would have <laughs> forgot about it. <laughs> that's that, that's actually honest.
0: really cool to me to not see it on this list. That is this. awesome. Sticking to kayfabe. I love it. I think I think Seth should win this, but he won't win it without some help. Okay, that's my personal opinion. Uh, who the help could be could be Mick Foley. Yeah, it could be. I know, think we expect Mick Foley. It could be the whole Shield reunited again. Could be. It could be. They're all if on Roman, the same show. If Roman
1: Reigns has a match following, I don't see him interfering in that <laughs> match. If he's right, got to face right. the Undertaker the next match, I don't see him coming in for that. Doesn't mean it can happen.
0: I I, I don't see it. But uh, Seth has always yeah. been a great performer in, in high stakes matches. Uh, even back when the Shield was fighting Evolution, they had put on some amazing spots. And oh Seth, yeah, Seth loves to jump off of stuff. I think I think we're gonna see a really strong brawl between these two. And once again, it kind of doesn't matter who wins. Uh, true, true. The fans are going like I win said. This I don't one. think I don't think Rollins is gonna win without help. I think the odds-on favorite is Triple H. Because he is the King of Kings, he's the boss. Right.
1: Uh he's booking the match. Right.
0: He, he decides who goes over. <laughs> plus plus with it being non sanctioned, Samoa Joe not having a match, potentially having a match with Sami Zayn, I think Samoa Joe is gonna be involved. He could, definitely. I think I just it's
1: it's it's gonna be big. Do they does Triple H bring in somebody new to his unnamed faction? Does that happen? Does somebody interfere here and now we got Triple H, Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe and Wrestler
0: X in a faction. But who would the wrestler Blue Tista? Is Blue Tista coming back? That's not happening. <laughs> to promote that's not To promote Guardians of the Galaxy 2? He's uh,
1: he's not going to do it especially <laughs> after uh Vince Vince personally laughed in his face when he asked Vince if he could promote guardians of the galaxy and vince said oh, oh, oh. nobody even knows that that movie's gonna make any money <laughs> oh, oh. i don't think we're gonna do that that pissed batista off and he was proven right <laughs> because that movie garnered a lot of money and a lot of attention that wwe missed
0: out on
1: you know who do you have do you have it doesn't matter come from nxt he
0: you... was the worst actor in that movie <laughs> By far, he was worse I, I ain't than gonna Groot. i a huge
1: Marvel fan. I haven't even watched that movie yet.
0: So, Drax I can't the Destroyer. Even, I don't know. I can't he, give an He seems like he's reading his lines off of paper. He it's... probably
1: is. Batista's not the best actor. I'm no. No.
0: sorry. Honestly, after after watching that movie, I feel like he's like the S- Sylvester Stallone of the WWE. <laughs> he looks good. Just don't don't have him speak. He should have been Groot. He couldn't have fucked that up.
1: So, uh, so who is your pick? Who is your, who are you, who are you locking in on? Oh.
0: Seth freaking Rollins. Seth Freak, the architect.
1: So I, I'm looking at this unsanctioned match. Anything can happen. Like you said, we have to, yeah, this, this could end up being the most talked about match. Um, depending on what Shane ends up doing in his match with AJ and depending how much the cruiserweights actually fulfill my expectations for them, this could end up being the most talked about match. What yeah. they should
0: do, they should just have the five best matches, the ones we are all wanting to see. They should all have the them world? all go at once. <laughs> no, at one time. At the same time. At the same time.
1: <laughs> That's
0: a decision Because I would say decision there's right five, there. five matches that deserve it.
1: Um, You know, I'm going to say, I'm going to go with my brain and not my heart and say Triple H will not let himself be buried at WrestleMania. I think Triple H beats Seth Rollins. I think Triple H introduces a new wrestler into his fold. And and folks, I'm not making this up. I literally just came up with this idea now. So I don't know who the wrestler is going to be. I think, um, despite, you know what I, uh, despite his Elias
0: Sampson. No,
1: it's not. You're close though. <laughs> oh my gosh. Are you close? Despite his nickname being the lone wolf, I'm going to say Baron Corbin because you look at the team they got already. They're Samoa Joe is a loner. He doesn't work well with other people. Kevin Owens is a loner. Despite his tag team with uh, Chris Jericho, which he's already said from the beginning, right. he was using him. Yep. Not a team guy. Um, you know, you put Baron Corbin in there, it's a big boost in the arm for for Baron Corbin. He's another big guy who's young and hungry. Uh, Like I said, he's got potential. He's not there yet, but he's got potential. And if we've seen anything from Evolution, you know, know, I'll be the first to say, Triple H is not a good wrestler. He's not a good entertainer. And he's shit by himself. He always needs other people around to make him look good. But... If evolution showed us anything, he can build people. He can give some good advice. He listen, he became the heir apparent to WWE's empire. He obviously knows the business. Yeah, he
0: definitely knows what he's going on. So about.
1: get get Baron Corbin in there. Baron Corbin interferes in the match. He's the new guy. They start a new stable. I'm saying Triple H wins it. Seth Rollins goes down.
0: How long do you think the stable lasts, though, with those three in the stable? Um, I'm, I I'm gonna... hoping
1: one year I'm giving it six months
0: tops. There's, there's a lot of... There's too much ego. There's,
1: yeah, there's a lot of ego. There's <laughs> a lot of, I want to do my own thing.
0: Yeah, I'm better than you, you know, are. I'd
1: be, I'd be okay with one person leaving and the rest of them feuding with that one person throughout a whole year span. You know, this, I'm a fan of the slow burn. I'm an old 80s wrestler yes. guy. I like the slow burn. I like a year-long buildup. I'm okay with that.
0: Triple H but. brings Ric Flair into the fold. And Woo! Ric Flair breaks Seth Rollins' legs into pieces oh, with the figure four. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Put him out. Use the
1: injury angle. Do it. Keep him out for a couple months to Have do Have a retired so guy
0: retire Seth Rollins. That would be amazing.
1: Oh, what else do we got now? We got one more match, don't we? We've got the Dead Man versus the Man, Undertaker versus Roman Reigns, the Big Dog's yard, and the the, the guy, Roman Reigns, the guy, fucking <laughs> place that he walks into and does stuff.
0: You okay, know, for being a yard, I don't see very much grass or flora.
1: No, no Flora, no Fauna, no Mary weather. None of the damn fairies from Sleeping Beauty have ever showed up. Yeah, Beef Sticks podcast is not the place to name drop the fairies from Sleeping Beauty. I'm sorry, folks. I shouldn't have done that. I feel ashamed. But, you know, she's my favorite
0: princess. I ain't even gonna lie. So is she sleeping all the time and not complaining? Right. Not, nothing wrong with a little necrophilia and, and sleep
1: rape, right? Hashtag beef sticks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Undertaker Roman Reigns. You what do you what do you have here? Is this is this gonna be a passing of the torch? Is this gonna be a turn to the dark side for a for a, an individual who's not what what's gonna happen? I don't I don't uh, this is
0: right? That's how I feel. I don't. I don't. Uh,
1: that's kind of how I feel right I think now. That's how everybody Where do you feels. Go?
0: Like I don't see who is Vince harder for. Undertaker <laughs> or reigns. That's a good question. I don't see roman reigns maybe it ends in a no contest maybe there is a no disqual or there, there is disqualification you're gonna have a lot of pissed off fans if that happened
1: i'm not saying it can't happen and i'm not even saying it might not be the right way to go you're gonna have a lot of. they've been building off this to be fans.
0: potentially the undertaker's last wrestlemania and i don't feel it
1: he looked horrible least. at the rumble he looked yeah. horrible oh my gosh i do not want to see that undertaker ever again he no, looked awful. It, he still doesn't look the best, but I don't see this to be his last WrestleMania. I I hope not. I I don't want the last match in the final Undertaker DVD from from WWE Films to be
0: Roman Reigns. I don't want that. No. I think I think he'd be far better to go out against somebody like Braun Strowman. Um I don't know. This match is probably one of the least exciting matches on the card. Isn't that sad? Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, it it breaks my soul into pieces just to even think about it. It's it's something. Uh, it's it's happening. It's happening. <laughs> and, oh yeah, it's happening. <laughs> and I'm still I'm still numb to it. I I think Roman Reigns wins. As much as I hate to say it, he's been performing better lately and I don't find myself hating him nearly as much as I used to. And yep. It's not like he's got a title to gain here, so there's no reason to hate him. The crowd's going to hate him anyway. Oh, yeah. The crowd's going to shit on him. I, I think Roman <laughs> takes this just so he can have the yard gimmick, and I think maybe Taker lives to see another year. That's why I, I – my prediction is it's going to end in a no contest.
1: All right. All right. It's not going to be a popular decision, but that, that's never stopped WWE in <laughs> right, the past.
0: Right, right, right. They're not out to make you happy. They're out to make the money, so, and that would make money for future. Oh movies. yeah.
1: So I I already discussed one improbable heel turn with the whole uh, John Cena, uh, proposing heel turn whole thing. If if WWE is smart, they have Roman Reigns beat the Undertaker using just just one, just one illegal thing, whether it's a low blow. Whether it's a chair shot that the ref doesn't see, whether it's... I don't want to see pulling the tights, but whether it's pulling the tights, I would love to see brass knucks on the Superman punch or a chain, something like that. WWE's smart. They do that. They turn Roman heel. We've all been waiting. It's the only way Roman's getting over. I'm sorry, WWE. That's the only way... That you're gonna get folks to like Roman is to turn him heel. It sounds counterproductive, but that's the world we live in right now. He doesn't even have to stay heel for long. He doesn't. He he can be faced by the next WrestleMania. That's fine. He needs to turn heel. The best place to turn him heel is against the Undertaker, because everybody's gonna hate him for the right reasons if he if he does something nefarious against our Lord and Savior, the Undertaker, the WWE's main man. You know, I mean, he's more than Cena. So, so let's that's where you do it. For
0: just a second. Let's, let's rewind this back to Triple H versus Seth Rollins. All right. Okay? Yeah. Dean Ambrose Honestly, and Roman go Reigns on. come out okay. to help him out. Doesn't matter if Roman's went on yet or not. Because right. Roman Reigns, or Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns start out by helping him out. Roman Reigns hits Ooh. Seth Rollins with a spear. Ooh. And he's the next I guy in like Triple H's stable. I like
1: this. Man. I would like
0: it. Because none of those guys are going to get along. That, it's going to be a very volatile stable, but that would okay. be the way to turn him, and then he could beat The Undertaker, and the crowd would probably go crazy for and it. And he could beat The
1: Undertaker with help of Samoa Joe and Kevin Owens, and possibly Triple H. Right. With all of them interfering. God, I kind of like that. I, you know? And Roman Reigns could be the last man standing in Triple H's stable, and then when he turns face, you could have Roman Reigns face versus heel Triple H. Yes, for next WrestleMania. 34. There you go. There you Damn. go. Damn, good job, Pasty White. <laughs> I'm telling you, you got the you got the mind of a Booker and not the T variety.
0: Shucky ducky quack quack. <laughs> Moment like of the that. night.
1: I like that. I, I, I'm giving you that. I love it. I love it so much. I want to see that happen.
0: That would um, be great. What, what I'm s- and why not I mean Seth is the one who he hit Roman Reigns with the chair when well, the shield split up you
1: got well like you said you have the whole shield interaction and the way to piss fans off the most is give them that tiny shield reunion tease and then just cock block the shit out of it by Roman Reigns turning corporate with Helmsley himself in the McMahon Helmsley regime oh shit I love it yeah. I love it I got, I got a tingly sensation in my balls <laughs> I'm loving it. So, uh, on that, I'm still going to say, I think Roman Reigns, with or without your uh, story going, which I, uh, God, I, I, can't, I can't think of anything better. I'm, I'm hoping somebody is thinking the same thing you're thinking, because I want to see this happen now, and I want to see this stable. But with or without, I'm going to say Roman Reigns wins it. I'm going to say Taker doesn't need to win it. I'm going to say Taker already looks weak. And, uh, I just, especially if that report of the next WrestleMania is supposed to be Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar, why not have both of them win this WrestleMania so when next year comes around, they can say, they both won their matches at last year's WrestleMania. Who can stop them? I'm going with Roman Reigns. I think, I think the man... In WWE's eye, beats the dead man. So I'm, I'm going Roman Reigns. He wins it.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, he's a living man. He's not dead. It's, uh, he's, a, he's a living man. It's pretty cut and dry.
1: Not all of us can say we're a living man. <laughs> so that is our WrestleMania uh, predictions. So, folks, we've gone, again, way over the time we expected. <laughs> way think of a better way to spend a few hours and with all of you and with my cohort, Pasty White. I mean, this this is amazing. I'm excited to spend every week with you folks. I want to come and see you every Thursday. I hope you listen to my voice. I hope you enjoy the both of us. Let us know what you think in the yes. comments or on the uh, please Beefsticks Facebook. Hit page. us up
0: on Beefsticks Facebook page or on Twitter or on our personal Facebook accounts. It doesn't matter. Let us know what you want to hear. Let us know what we're doing right. Let us know what we're doing wrong. Because we're doing it wrong, folks. And when we do it wrong, we do it wrong strong.
1: (laughs) So with that, we will bid you adieu. This week has been fun. It's been great. we got so much more to talk about. we got Hall of Fames coming up next week. New segments coming next
0: week. Definitely new segments. We're going to start experimenting. We're going to add stuff. We're going to take away stuff. We're going to... Just shoot the shit and do what we do best. Because folks,
1: we're here for you. We bullshit by ourselves, all by ourselves. We don't need you to sit here and talk. We're here for you. We want to entertain you, and we want to do what you folks like. That's why we're here. We're not here for us. We can do this
0: without a microphone. Also, this is the one pack podcast we don't record live. So if you have some opinions or views and you want your voice to be heard... Hit us up and contact us. We'll schedule you to have you on the show as a special guest. We would love to have you. We want to hear every opinion. The two of us are so
1: opinionated, we need as many opinions as we can, because that is the wrestling world. No two people have the exact same opinion in the pro wrestling world.
0: Right. And I think everybody excels at fantasy booking in their own way. Oh, everybody's the
1: best booker in the world, (laughs) if you ask them. (laughs) Everybody's idea is the best.
0: (laughs) We all know that. Let's work together. Let's get together. Let's collaborate to make beef sticks the thing you want to listen to every single week. Your favorite podcast. It's already their favorite podcast. It is. They don't have a choice. (laughs) By listening to this, you've already subscribed to our newsletters. Everything we post on Facebook is just automatically coming to you.
1: Yep, you're you're getting our bills. (laughs) We've sent them to you. They're getting forwarded to your address. We've got all this down, okay? The the, the internet's not safe anymore. Once you clicked on that play button, we have all your information. You are ours. (laughs) So, folks, with that, I am going to say farewell. It has been a blast. I am Fat Mac. I'm Pasty White. And we will see you next week. You
0: have a Beef Sticks week. Thank you for tuning in. Snap into it. We'll catch you later.